good people? Back with another episode of Under the Influence. Under the Influence. I'm Big Cash. I'm that guy, PM. And this is episode two. Number two. We're bringing it to y'all this week. Back like we never left. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. We're recording in the garage this evening, so if you hear any weird stuff in the background, it's cars and stuff driving by. And sprinkler systems. Sprinkler systems. I got, it's summer break, so I got all my children in the house, and they are wide awake. And we have all the ambience noise for you. Yeah, <laughs> we got that for you. With that being said, man, how you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing all right. Uh, they didn't pull my tooth this week, bro. Yeah, this is just, uh, what you was telling me earlier in the text. Well, I had an abscess, and he gave me medication for it, but when I went back, it was still kind of out there, you know what I'm saying? Pussed up and shit. Yeah, so I let the, whatever, secretary, I don't know what you call them people, but I let her know. The dental technician. Yeah, I let her know <laughs> to tell the doctor, like, hey, I'm still infected, and mm. I don't know what he wants to do, how we going to go about this. But uh, she took me back there, he seen me, he looked at him, he said, yeah, you came a little bit too late when you initially came. Yeah. So he gave me some stronger antibiotics, we're going to take care of that, and knock some of it out. Man, I say within the first hour of me getting the antibiotics, my shit went down extensively. It went right to work. Yeah, it went right to work. I mean, as soon as you put them in your mouth, they dissolve, and it's this nasty taste. I've had those. <laughs> I've had those. But other than that, man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm waiting on, hopefully on Friday I get this pulled and we get this situation taken care of. Okay. It is a mess in my mouth. So... <laughs> <laughs> So, so just a heads up, ladies and gentlemen, if next week PM's a little off, it's right, because yes. they didn't have to yank a tooth out of his mouth. So, yes, sir. So, so we'll go from there. There ain't no worries on that one. Uh, I'll go ahead and get this out the way before we get started. Cause, yes, uh, rest in peace to the little young man that died on my street yesterday. Yeah, rest in peace to that, man. That's sad. I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen it in the news. And I was like... Put two and two together mm-hmm. when I got on Facebook and seen your posts. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, little man died in my arms. That shit was wild. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you seen it? I was outside. I was cutting my grass. I watched it happen, and I ran down there, and I held him. Oh. Yeah. Damn. Until the, uh, until the fire truck and them got there, and they were still trying to say he was alive. But I watched that boy. He wasn't alive. Damn. Then he was my son's friend, so about 45 minutes later... My son got the call from uh, the the parents, the, the people at the hospital that was, oh, that was you know, saying that he knew and that he had, he had officially passed. Jesus, yeah, it was terrible. Fucked me a little bit, so yeah, we'll get that out the way, so I don't yeah. ruin the pod with that energy no, later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, you know. But how know. many people could do what you did though in yeah. that situation? Man, I, I just went down. He was a kid, bro. right? He had just he had just walked past. And you know, like, what's up, big cats? I was cutting the grass. What's up, little man? Mm-hmm. I was four, five houses down. I pulled up and put like six in them. Damn. Yeah. Fifteen year old, fifteen year old boy. That's crazy. His family been inboxing me and shit. You know, thank you for being there. Would have been his last. I can understand that. And you know, I'm, I'm just I'm sorry for y'all, shit. But if it's all around a sad situation, yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah, so that was wild. So yeah, we get that out the way. The young man's name was Chemo. I don't know his first or his last name, so rest easy, Chemo. Rest easy, man. Un- unnecessary violence with these youngsters, man. 
We'll get into that on another episode, though, because I'm way too emotional about it right now. I understand. <laughs> so we'll, I can only imagine. We'll keep right. it lighthearted. <laughs> Did you watch any of that celebrity boxing shit that was on? You know Lamar Odom? Play for, you play for the Lakers? Yeah. yeah. Man, you know who Aaron Carter is. Yeah, the from the uh, Nick Carter's little brother. Yes, from the insane little. <laughs> hey man, they fought celebrity boxing, man. Lamar Odom beat that little boy so motherfucking bad, it was ridiculous, man. The whole shit was comedy, bro. You can put it up on YouTube, man. You do you watch any of the loving hip hops? Uh, I catch little. I catch little snippets of it on YouTube because I can't watch the whole show. I understand, but so you know who the Creep Squad is? <laughs> no, I don't know who that. Rich which, Dollars which, and which uh, one is that from? Miami or Atlanta? I want to say New York. New York, because okay. it's, it's Rich Dollars, Peter Guns. You remember Peter Guns? Yeah, Peter Guns, Lord Drake, and Peter Guns. Yeah, Peter Guns, Rich Dollars, and a couple other cast members. One and a nigga named Cisco, and they had beef on the show and real life beef though. Oh, Peter Guns and Cisco fought on the celebrity shit, and Rich Dollars uh, was the ref. Then, hey man, it How was, did that work out? Man, it was it was a horrible fight, boy. Neither one of them niggas need to ever put hands on anybody ever again. But Peter Guns won, and I mean, you know, <laughs> to pick the worst out of the the lesser of two, Peter Guns won. So you give it to the guns. Peter Guns won. Okay. He won. His his lack of hands was better than the than the Cisco niggas' lack of hands. <laughs> but it was all around lack of hands. That's great. I wonder why they didn't uh, didn't invite Sticky Fingers to the Rumble. You know, you know, because he was the originator of the celebrity boxing. Yeah, but then he got knocked out. Too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he is the original nigga to take an L. He took that L. He wore that L for the longest yeah. until I think Nate Robinson. Nate, man, that shit with Nate Robinson is so fucking funny, <laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can pull it up on you because I didn't know what was happening. It was a pay per view thing, right? Right. And I didn't know what was happening. We was uh, we was in. It happened Friday when we was in Terre Haute all that time. That's okay. right. And um, I came home and I saw. I was actually doing research for this here pod, and I came across the <laughs> clip talking about Lamar Odom beat Aaron Carter real bad. That's so I went crazy. on YouTube, and YouTube was like full version. Like I watched the whole thing for free oh. an hour after Absolutely. it was on pay per view. Yeah, that's the best way to do it, man. To me, anyway, mm-hmm. because why would I pay for it if it's just going to come on for free anything? Yeah, so. I'm watching it on TV already, so I really ain't going to miss nothing unless something got cut out. Yeah. Not an hour after it had been aired. So, yeah, but the man, that shit was hilarious, bro. I pray. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> 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 oh, man. So, yeah, that's, that's lighthearted enough. Man, you, um... You see Scotty Pippen dropping a book. Dropping a book? Scotty Pippen about to drop a like a tell all book, bro, about um Oh shit, what's he gonna tell all about? He about, you know, basically from what I gather, man, he's sick of being disrespected called being called Michael Jordan's sidekick when he's well, I mean he, he put in his work too. Well, you know, he's one of the fifty greatest players of all time, right? Like Jordan and me personally, like Jordan didn't win, start winning until Scotty got there. Okay. So you can attribute all of those championships and titles and to Scotty also instead of just playing him like he's some nigga off the bench or some shit. That, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that nobody wanted. Yeah, he damn near got him a chip with no Jordan. Like you feel me? Like when Jordan retired. True that. Yeah, he. You know he did his. Scotty was bad, motherfucker. Man, he did his thing. And he just he didn't like the way that they portrayed him in the, um that last dance. Mm-hmm. 
documentary. I didn't watch that one. It was it was good, but they you know it was uh seven eight episodes and they just talked a lot about Jordan and oh, not, you know what I'm saying. But why ain't that who it was supposed to be about? No, it was supposed to be about the team. But the thing about oh, it is, shit. <laughs> the thing about it is Michael Jordan has a a likeness uh like thing. That's why he wasn't on video games back in the day and right. shit. You can't do anything about Jordan without Jordan. I got you. So when when that happened, Jordan's team had the Jumpman, whatever productions came in and co-produced it and this and the third, which gave a lot of the creative control to Mike. So as it was supposed to be, it wasn't. So that's 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 the problem when when which I'm not mad at it, but that's the problem when everybody thinks it was a Michael Jordan documentary. Right. It was a documentary about the yeah. entire team's last championship, not okay. just Michael. Not Jordan. just his, yeah. Cause that's the one with uh, who was there with Dennis Rodman there at that time? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Dennis Rodman was there. Dennis Rodman had a little episode. Like Scotty had an episode, but all they talked about on Scotty's episode was his injury and his bad contract he was in. Mm-hmm. They ain't talking about everything this nigga did to right. get six championships as well. Like he's the only nigga that got six with Mike. Everybody else is. Dennis had three with Mike. So right. Kerr had two or three with Mike. Like, Scotty was there through the whole flick. What about Mr. Horace? Horace Grant. Well, Horace was there for the first two. And, and that he, was it? He wasn't there the first two or three. Then he got traded to Orlando. That, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, he's supposed to be writing a book, man, about certain things. I'm, I kind of want to look into it on one hey, hand. That's good publicity uh, right there. Yeah. Especially to hold it all them year, all these years and do that, but yeah. then also his reputation of being like, a, is it, is it, I don't want to say snooty or snobbish. Yeah, they just said he had some like some type of weird attitude mm-hmm. to himself. You know, yeah, I mean? he's 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 a little something different. <laughs> but you know, who knows, man? Hey, who as knows? far as being part of the stardom, yeah, you know, a lot of people can't deal with it. He probably wanted that just can't. Except for with the bitches. <laughs> you know, he he probably mad about a bunch of other shit. You know, Future took his wife. Oh. You know that? No. The Future, the rapper. Who was his wife? Uh, I forgot her name. You can look it up. I forgot her name, but he, he took her. So is this the same? Is this the same chick that uh, my dude, what's his name for the Seattle Seahawks? No, 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 no. That's okay, Sierra. That's, okay, that's, that's the singer okay, Sierra. Okay. Now, Future was just, was just knocking her. All right. Not Sierra, future, that's the future back mama. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Him and Russell Westbrook, Wilson. 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 I don't, I'm thinking basketball. Basketball, now. yeah. Russell Wilson. They both got kids by Sierra. Those goodies must have been pretty good. <laughs> my goodies. My goodies. <laughs> my goodies. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> oh, man. They, uh... What else we got going on, man? Um, the military is experiencing a large shortage in weapons. Shortage in weapons? Which, yeah, like they always been experiencing. But the, the, it's even higher now, bro, which, uh, which could account for some of this motherfucking nonsense going on in these streets. Yeah. They can't account for Thousands of weapons, but to the actual breakdown, from 2010 to 2019, 
they can't account for 1,179 rifles. Damn. 694 handguns. 74 machine guns. 36 rocket launchers. What? 36 grenade launchers. Damn. 34 rocket launchers. 25 mortars. 11 shotguns. And seven others. What the fuck is others? What are others? Phasers? The, the tank? Y'all lost the tank? Laser guns? <laughs> what is others? I want to know what others the are. Little, the little memory beam from Men in Black? Yeah. Like, what is oh, the memory wiper? Yeah. yeah. What, what is others? Yeah. I'm trying to figure this out. And they're, uh, that's what made me even look at this story because quite a few of them have turned up in crimes. Oh, shit. Niggas is getting... Catching bodies and, and then they tracing these guns back to military weapons. Did you say grenades too? Uh, no grenade launcher. Okay, thirty six grenade launchers. Seems like niggas would have been getting grenades as well. Twenty five mortars. They got some mortars. Who, who are you tearing up with a mortar? I don't know, niggas. Is, Jesus, that's a hell of a commitment but right there. Thirty four rocket launchers, bro. That too. Yeah. That means that somebody's playing GTA. Somebody is playing GTA. They get all the cheat codes, and yeah. they're going to get whoever is in the line. I hope I don't feel that. And that's just over the course of the last nine years, bro. They ain't even... Well, they need to get the war dogs back <laughs> <laughs> You seen that movie? Mm-hmm. That made so much sense, but it was so stupid of what they had to go through and do. Yeah. Oh, we can't take these bullets because they got... Chinese writing on the boxes. Well, just take them out the boxes and repackage them. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. That shit, that shit wild, man. I just thought, man, somebody, somebody's <laughs> making a motherfucking killing, man. Boy. The, the black market. Yeah. The, uh, dark web. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say about the dark web. If, uh, you know, I, I, I don't want no smoke. Yeah, me either. I ain't did nothing. I'm just an average guy. Yeah. I mean? I'm just trying to get out here and uh, <laughs> be heard. So, yeah. all you dark webbers, you know, y'all can leave me alone, leave, please. Leave the fuck alone. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, that's, 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 that, that's it on that, bro. I just, they, it's just, it's, well, it's not odd. It right. makes all the sense in the world, but they, you know, the large influx of guns in the neighborhoods and everybody got their hands on big old shit. And yeah, yeah. Now, all of a sudden, the military is missing thousands of military-grade weapons. Damn. Yeah. And probably more. And that, oh, those yeah. are probably the only ones they know about. Yeah, they know about. Imagine the ones that fell off the truck and nobody yeah. knows about those because they didn't get on the paperwork. Yeah, 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 for real. <laughs> Them are the ones that got lost after the paperwork was done. Imagine the shit before the paperwork. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Man, that shit. That shit wild, bro. Yeah, uh, you fuck with the uh, the comedians and shit of all death? Yeah, all death you know digital. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I fuck with them heavy. I've been on them uh, since, and I, I was late to the game. And probably like uh, mid 2019. Yeah, I was on I started. before that. But okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I fucks with it. Well, uh, that's where Kevin, my bad, but that's where Kevin stayed. Kevin stayed, that's where he started. You know, he got his own thing now, too. Now, now I'm about to talk about that, Okay, though. yeah, he got his own studio and shit. You know, uh, him and his homeboy, they were real cool at first. Uh, Doughboy. Yeah. Then it was a while right. now. Yeah. Him and Doughboy got into it. Oh, no. And to the point where Doughboy got, I want to say, uh, banished from Kevin Stage Studios. Okay. So, since... All depth is in conglomerate with Kevin, Kevin Stage. Stage. They're not fucking with him. Either. Oh damn! You see what I'm saying? 
but it gets even bigger than that. All right, so there's a show I watch, and it's, it, it features Precious Hall, which is a, she's a stand-up comedian, and uh, Kamira White. Okay. All right, so All Deaf canceled their podcast, which, which was called On These Hoes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, what happened is it started from a stolen joke probably about, I want to say a month and a half, maybe just a month ago, where Leslie Jones okay. was at a Leslie venue. Jones, big ass. Yeah, she was at a venue, and she used one of Precious Hall's jokes. Okay. And, you know, they consider that stealing, yeah, that's stealing. in the creative world. Absolutely. And... Even to the point where Precious went back, showed video of her using the joke. joke first. Not even just using the joke. She branded the joke mm. into T-shirts. Like, oh, the joke was called. Well, joke. Well, the, the the punchline of the joke was called, uh, "What that dick do?" Get her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she would have shirts with WDDD on Yeah, what the dick do, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because she always says that shit. Exactly. Leslie Jones didn't steal it per se. It was given to her. But by guess who? by who? All right, so once the joke came out, everybody figured out it was Precious's. You know, and even Precious proved her case. Motherfucker was on her top. Yeah. To the point where she felt so much pressure, she was like, it wasn't even... Uh, a joke that I wrote. It was given to me by these writers. Who wrote it? Kept on stage. Not kept on stage. No. Uh, you remember the niggas on on the trap, eighty five trap. Eighty five. Uh, uh, where they had kept on stage to hear more. Self. Yeah, you had kept on stage to hear more and Tony the Baker. I mean, yeah, Tony, Tony Baker. Tony the Baker. Yeah, Tony Baker. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess to hear more did it. Damn. That's that's a real good one. Yeah. That's what they speculating on him. Yeah, because because he seems to me that type of nigga. He seems yeah. Tony Baker ain't that type of nigga. I, you can tell. And Kevin Kevin on stage ain't either. Right. But you know what I'm saying. To hear is uh, so. Yeah, he's trying to get out there. To hear you know, is a little different. A little different, boy. What happened since Doughboy and Kevin on stage? Then you know, part of ways or whatever. To hear and Tony is like his his new. Ring, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's no yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so she outed out to hear and Tony, mm. but since you know they hang with Kev, he's part of it now because he's over the production. Yeah. All right, so Tony the Baker. Yeah, Tony the Baker. <laughs> so, like I said, they all uh, they got exposed by Leslie Jones. Mm. You know what I'm saying? After writers of the joke, so. On on these hoes podcasts, Precious and Camara were talking about this shit, and they canceled their podcast. So she's getting hit all the way around the board. No, check this out though. Before that podcast, and them even you know getting down to everything, they invited Doughboy to the podcast. Oh, well, see what happens is they were at a different studio, studio. location, and then they all Depp sent them to the other one. Mm. Well, this studio that they sent them to is it, in conglomerate with Kev on stage. So, right. you know, whatever. But the thing is, Kamira and Precious were paying for their own podcast as far as studio time. Ah. But they were still under all death. You see what I'm saying? They're being distributed by all death. Right. So, like I said, they invite Doughboy. Doughboy gets there and he's like, shit. 
should I go in or not? You know what I'm saying? Because he knows that this is Kevin Stage's studio, studio as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's bad. It's probably a bad idea. But he went on and did the show anyway. They didn't know that. So that was strike one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They didn't know that. That's what strike they used against them. Then, uh, like I said, a couple podcasts later, they were talking about Tahir. Okay. Tamira brought up Tahir. And Tamira, I think she's from California. Okay. And they, you know, they all based in LA yeah, and shit. Yeah, so, yeah. She uh, was like to the point where, you know, calling him out. This I'm nigga. on some sucker shit. Yeah. This nigga did some whole ass shit to me. And went to the board of all deaf and told them that he felt like uh being slandered or some shit. Yeah, he felt like he was he felt unsafe and he felt like they were defaming him. He looked like a nigga that would feel unsafe. But he went to the board though. So what they did was they went to Kev on stage, talked to Kev on stage and you know Kev rode with his guy. Kev rode with his guy. Then on top of that, Tahir is the one that uploads all the content on YouTube. Mm. So when he seen that episode too, he told, with Doughboy on there, he told Kev. Kev found that out. They was like, hey, we didn't even know that that was a situation. You know what I'm saying? We wouldn't even try to be funny on that. Because they thought they were doing that out of spite. You know what I mean? God damn. Kicked them off their platform that they were paying for. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then, all death wants them to so go apologize. on. Yeah. They want them to go on. Not even just apologize once. They want them to go on an apology tour. God damn. What damn. kind of shit is that? You know what I'm saying? Of course, they declined and moved on and started their other platform on something else. Okay. And Slink Johnson has been fucking with them. You know what I'm Slink, saying? Slink, Black Jesus. Black Jesus, yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, I was looking at that like these up and coming female comics. You know what I'm saying? Leslie Jones is a big, big deal. Big. You know what I'm saying? Saturday Night Live. You know what I mean? Why are we catering to her? Why is nobody going after her? But y'all want to go after the small fries who are trying to come up. And they're women. They're black women. You know, it's a doggy dog world. And, they kind of and it shit, is. Man. It is. That sounds like all around fucking. Yeah. You know what I mean? All around fucking. Just bad on all ends. On all ends. Like I said, they didn't know nothing about the Doughboy situation. Yeah. And then, you know, for somebody to steal this woman's joke, or somebody, not even just her and a yeah. different writer on the outside that said, oh, we, well, we probably think alike. You know what I'm saying? I could see how that could get. But, but it was a writer from the inside. But it's a writer from the inside. And yeah. she exposed him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we're not going to get on her for exposing or anything like that. We're going to kiss the bigger motherfuckers' kissing ass. ass. Kissing the bigger stars' ass. Yeah. Trying to keep, keep keeping relationships. There we go. We ain't trying to keep relationships. And it's like, when are we going to start our own platform to where we don't have to do that shit? That's what the hell we need. Man. I thought that that's what Kev on stage was doing, but I see that he's still playing it up to Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. And you know what I mean? He's trying to... You know they they out there in L.A. man. They they yeah. they, they doing they they trying to cater and because you know what I mean when it's all said and done, man, all them niggas want to go from YouTube to the movies, and that's true. I I understand that. You and know what I mean. You, you got somebody who probably has relationships to get you to movies world. She knows directors and things of that nature. I mean, she's on Saturday Night Live for years. That's right. a 
if you can get on Saturday Night Live, you can get you can get anything pretty much. So I'm saying, so they they they'd rather. It's unfortunate, but it sounds like they'd rather throw Baby Grill in them under the bus to cater right. to the bigger store, which right. And which could I mean, it happens often, but they don't get right. But my thing with them, though, it could be a good thing for them. Yeah. Because it wasn't like they was depending on all that. Like I said, they paying for the studio time anyway. Yeah. Plus, they had a podcast, the, the same podcast prior to being with All Death. Yeah. They was already on some shit. You know what I mean? And they took it from them. I mean, they must have sold rights of it to All Death when they signed up with them. No, they, they just canceled it. Oh. They didn't take it from them. They, oh, they, moved oh, they on took to, it off their platform. Yeah, they took it off their platform, moved on to wherever else they could be. Oh, ah, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Like so they're still doing their podcast. Yeah, they're still doing everything. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, but like I said, it could, that could be a blessing in disguise, man. But to do some women like that, yeah, especially was, black women in the business. In this climate, and, yeah, in their business, it was. And uh, what's the name? My guy, Craig Fax, he called him out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, he's, he had, all digital. He, he, he's all deaf digital. He's all deaf digital, yeah. Yeah. But he even called him out because, you know, he got his own show, his yeah, own platform. Yeah. So, and he's got plenty of followers. So, yeah. You know, he's only one yeah, standing up for him. Yeah, he, yeah, he's just a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? He probably like, man, Craig y'all. Schmitz. <laughs> <laughs> Will Chither. Or whatever. Will Chill Withers. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, prayers for them young ladies. Man. Hell yeah, yeah, man. More prior to them, I hope they, um, I had never watched their podcast, but I know the woman you're talking about. She's hilarious. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure the podcast is pretty good. They podcast is very. It's mild. Okay. But they bringing people on there and they, you know, they smoke, they drink, they ain't tripping off or nothing. Okay. Speak your mind and everything. Then at the end of it, uh, either Precious or Camille, they'll do like a, a reading on you. Okay. Give you a spirit animal. I uh, have seen that. You have? Yeah. I've okay. Seen it. I watched it. I love watching it. I love yeah, watching it. Camille, watch titties bounce up and down. And, this nigga. Hey, I'm, some, hey. I want to be on them hoes. You like what you like. I like what I like. And it's, it's chocolate and light, too. Hey, yeah. Shit, mix that in for the swirl. You stupid. <laughs> you stupid. I'm with you, though. I'm with you 100%. I'm just calling you stupid for the, I know. For the hell of it. <laughs> you know what else is stupid? What's that? You know, the, Girl Scout, the Girl Scouts of America still have... 15 million boxes of unsold, unsold cookies because of COVID. Yeah, I saw that. Because motherfuckers couldn't get out and couldn't get out to the stores and sell them like they wanted to. My, well, you know, and like not just that, they had to shut down Girl Scouts. My youngest daughter is a Girl Scout. Oh, for real? And we did no Girl Scouting this last year. Well, excuse me for what I'm about to say, but I'm surprised they still got cookies because them motherfuckers cost about a thousand dollars a box now. Yeah, they do. And, yeah, and and they're they're smaller. They're smaller than they used to be. Because I'm, uh, like, addicted to, what's the, the chocolate and coconut one? The Samoas. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, pretty I love sure her. the coconut is cocaine. Because it, I'll eat, like, 62 boxes of them motherfuckers. Every time my daughter got them <laughs> shits, I just give, give give daddy 15 boxes. I'm $150 on They kept changing mine. Mine was the lemon chalets. Mm-hmm. And it had the little cream in them and... Then next year it came with lemon windmills or something yep. like that, and I was like, "What is this shit?" And now it's like some little lemon drops. I'm like, "I don't, I don't yeah, want this shit no more." Sure. They never changed my Samoa, man. Or the Thin Mints. I don't even fuck the Thin Mints. Everybody, I love, love them. I love Thin Mints. My nigga, 
last, not doing they didn't do it last year, but the year before, yeah. when the world was still open, my nigga hit me like, bruh, you said your baby a girl scout. I said, yeah. He said, I need a case of them mints. Oh, yeah? I said, what? A case. He said, yeah, the case that they give you, sell it to me. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even know how many come in the case. Bruh, I don't, I want to say it was like 25 or some shit like that. Damn. I know the nigga spent $300. Right. On payments. Damn. Nigga pulled up like we was making a drug deal. The nigga pulled up <laughs> in his truck. I pulled up in mine. He done popped the trunk and counted out the money. Got it opened the box and showed him the product and shit. <laughs> Threw it in his trunk. We just shook hands and looked around. All right, my nigga. Let me know if you need me again. Yeah. He get pulled over. You know, what's, what's, what's in the, the box? box? What's in the box? Yeah. I need to just oh, man, that shit, man. <laughs> yeah, got these shits, man. What, what is it? Thin mints. Thin mints, baby. These ain't no thin mints. But the thing about it is, <laughs> he had bought ten boxes like the like the like two days before. Shit. And then the comment was like, "Man, I just need to keep give me a case." See, I can get you a case. He about I to, need the case. He about to recook you. Nah, I said, "Bro, he about to sell them on the block." You got the ready rock. <laughs> yeah. I said, "Bro, what you be doing with them?" <laughs> he said, "Man, I take them and I throw them in the deep freezer because I ain't yep. got time for this one year, one time a year shit." That's true. I, I know a lot of people that do that. I said, "I ain't them." Especially the thin mints, because they hold good. Yep. And the, uh, what's the peanut butter one? Yeah, them yeah. motherfuckers. I was about to say, it was like three that niggas sold like crazy. Because I was running around this bitch slapping cookies, nigga. Like, I <laughs> promise you, bro, running around this motherfucker with the big. And I didn't, I was like on some middleman shit. Because yeah. my daughter's mama had the direct plug to him. So I had to put my orders in through her. So I'm constantly <laughs> hitting her like, I need eight more boxes of so-and-so and so-and-so. <laughs> I said, man, I'm running around slapping all this shit. I ain't putting no middleman fee on it or nothing. I'm just all for the greater good of the girl fucking scouts. <laughs> so what they gonna do with all that? I don't know, bro. They, they need to just give them away. They do. So have a lottery for them like yeah. they have a lottery for this goddamn vaccine. Shit, they fucked that vaccine. Are they, uh... <laughs> <laughs> My bad. It just comes out anytime somebody says it. But... <laughs> <laughs> They need to or take them motherfuckers, man. They just the world's open back up, man. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Girl Scout time. I mean, but shit, are they old? How how long do they last? They were well, they from? I'm this, pretty sure they didn't freeze that shit. Nah, but I mean, I'm pretty sure they, they got some shelf life left. If they yeah. if they complained about them and they threw them away, exactly. Because the article would have said we had to throw away, like they was throwing away fruit and vegetables last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now, nah, I mean. The, the malls and shit is back open and all that shit, but if y'all don't set up some motherfuckers and sell some of that shit. Hell yeah, they need to. Nigga, I missed my motherfucking fix. I'd buy some Girl Scout cookies if I walked into Myers and the Girl Scout lady was sitting outside with the <laughs> rummy dog. Y'all take y'all take staff. <laughs> Would they though? I don't know. If they can swipe this motherfucking blue Would visa, it's all that popping. I mean they nice not hot food. Yeah, if they can swipe <laughs> they can swipe this blue visa, it's all that popping, man. I'm gonna look into that. That's a good question. Yeah, it really That's is. That's a real good question. Shit, it really is. What they taste there? So you know, you get the little square for your phone, or yeah, set up with a laptop or a little uh, POS going on. POS system. Which I don't understand why they don't have one already. Yeah, you know what I mean. I know I was. System. I know I was cash app king with the one. Yeah, I just cash app it to you. Yep. All right, I just yeah. cash out everything over to my baby mama because she was in charge of getting the money to them. Okay. As long as I got it to her, that wasn't my business what she did with it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I should have been putting the five dollar fee on some of them boxes though. Some of these, <laughs> some of these big wigs. Hell yeah. Shit, uh, that shit must be spreading like wildfire. GM, General Motors, mm-hmm. is considering no longer t- testing for marijuana. Good for new employees. Good. Yeah. Now watch how many heads are rolled through there now. Yep. And you know they having a real problem. This that chip shortage. Have we talked about that on here? Uh, what from the uh, docks being held up from that? Well, no, no, no. They're having something a, else. They're some type of production of the chips that these cars need. Oh yeah, they were. Yeah, that's been a big shortage. Yeah, issue. and it's 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 tearing their ass up. They uh, they um, GM. You know they got a truck called the Colorado. Yeah. The smaller, the mid-sized truck. Mm-hmm. They just had to ship a bunch of Colorados out to dealerships incomplete because they're backing up the facilities yeah. and they can't finish them until they get the chips, but they can't work on anything else until they get those out of there. Right. So they're shipping the Colorados to dealerships and dealerships are just putting them on the back lot because they can't sell them because they're incomplete. They don't have this chip. So they, the the right. chip controls the whole main like computer system of, of the, the car. car all right i got you. so the car is inoperable okay i'm thinking it's for like a gps type deal mm-hmm. the car is inoperable bro <laughs> they they and so just, no matter if you you can't even start the motherfuckers so they just shipping them to dealerships and getting them off to getting them out the thing because they can't work on the cars that they can complete right. because the facilities is packed these fucking colorados Damn. Like it's so bad. I, like I said, I own Ford stock. Mm-hmm. Ford stock dropped so serious at one point in time because Ford had to shut down like three plants. They shut down one in Ohio, one in Kentucky because they had to stop production of the F one fifties, the Expeditions, Damn. and something else. All the larger SUVs and trucks because the chips controlled them. And without the chips, they haven't been able to. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't talking about the chip, the, that, that chips or whatever this fucking chip is. Yeah. It's about to start affecting cell phones and shit because Samsung and all them use that shit. So think about how much the price for uh, phones are going to go up. You know, I'm, a, I'm an Apple guy. Apple said they're about to make their own motherfucking chip. It's a right, well, chip. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, they're going to make their own chips, go into their own production, yeah. and keep their shit going. Yeah, Apple said they can make their own ships. Thinking we're not playing the game with y'all. Other people need to make them, those type of decisions yeah. <laughs> in all aspects yeah. of life. You know what I mean? Don't depend on somebody else to do the shit for you. Yeah. Because my thing is, okay, with the with those Colorados, what year are those? Are those supposed to be twenty twenties or twenty ones? Twenty ones. So, what happens when the twenty two is supposed to come out, and y'all still don't got these chips? Yeah. Are y'all going to sell them when y'all do get the chips at a lower price? They're going to have to. They better. They're going to have to. You're going to be able to get a brand new car at a super discounted ass rate. And I'll be, let me know. You can go pick one of them bitches I'll go get a, a, a Colorado. That's a truck, right? Yeah. With a little, well, they don't got the big cabin. They just got the. Uh, they got a four door. Oh, they do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they got a four door. That's what's up. Then. It essentially took the place of the, uh, of the S10. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so there are many too. They're okay. the, yeah, they're the, they're the midsize. Okay, it's the midsize truck. But it's GMC, so that's why it's a Colorado. Yeah, because the Chevy S10 got. Yeah. It. And they, well, you know, well, they all they're all the same. Yeah, because it's a Chevy Colorado. It's mm-hmm. just but you know GM is General Motors is the one overall. Overall, yeah, I got you. Yeah, you know, they, I'm thinking GMC. Yeah, GMC is 
it's kind the of same company. Yeah. But GM is over Cadillac, Chevy. Mm. Used to be Pontiac, Saturn, Oldsmobile, Buick. Pontiac's um, coming back. Are they? Yeah. For real? They're going to come. I seen the concept car. Okay. I seen the concept car, and that was on YouTube. And right. I don't know if they're going to come back, come back, but they were. There's talks. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, shit, there's room for it in this market. Hell yeah, well, especially with Ford, what, they stopped making cars? They, they're all, like, crossovers? And yeah, they're, they're trying to now? go, um, they're going, and they're all trying to go electric. And see, nothing wrong with that. Like, there is the, nothing wrong with that, but that with that being said, there's a demographic of motherfuckers who don't want to be electric. No, I, I definitely don't want to, me but either. I see the advantages of it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Especially you can go across country for free. Yeah. Unless they start making you pay at those little charge stations. Yeah. Which I can see that happening. It'd Absolutely. probably be all digital. Well, they um and they, they got a thing with that, too. I was watching one cat when he do it. They, uh, you can get a regular charge for free, but a hypercharge, yeah. those cost. Okay. But it's like hypercharge was like three dollars and fifty cents. More? For for like all. Like the regular charge is free. Right. And then three oh, the hypercharge is like three dollars and fifty cents, but it put his battery like at hundred uh, percent capacity in a very short amount of time. Like hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, like they went yeah. to the mall, plug this shit up and, Exactly. Yeah. I, I watched a uh, I watched a kid do that on YouTube. He took his Tesla, went from Texas to Chicago for free. Yeah. You know, they just mapped out where all the supercharger stations are. And while they were waiting for the charge, they could go eat, mm-hmm. shop, or whatever. You know I what had never seen them here. I was, uh, you know, I don't, I don't get out much, people. Right. Big ass didn't live this life, ladies and gentlemen. So <laughs> I, I spend most of my time, uh, if you hear that noise in the background, it's my sprinkler system going. I spend most of my time taking care of my yard and raising my kids and talking to y'all. <laughs> so, uh, but the other day, my oldest daughter, uh, my wonderful oldest daughter was being honored by her high school for academic achievements. Oh, that's what's up. So she needed a dress. So I had to take her to Castleton Square Mall. Mm-hmm. And when we pulled up, I parked next to a charging station. Oh, for real? I said, oh, shit. At Castleton? Right, right there by Forever 21. They got about six of them. Okay. I, I haven't been out there. Yeah. They got about six so. of them. In, be, in between, or you know where the movie theater is? Yeah. And Forever 21 is? Yeah. That little parking gap right there, right where... You would see a handicapped spot. Yeah. In this one little spot in there, it's like six chargers. It's room for like six cool. cars to pull up and plug in. So shit, my fucking gonna be fighting for those soon. Yeah, it was it was, it was it was four it was four four Teslas plugged up when we was oh, there. Yeah. You know? Hey, you couldn't really find a Tesla here for a while. Oh no, they everywhere. Now you know it's a Tesla dealership yeah. right there by Dave and Buster's. Yeah. Yeah, right There's one there and there's one at the uh at the uh Clearwater and the Cross and yep. out there uh across the street from the I don't know what hotel it is. It's one of them expensive hotels. Yeah, yeah. Me and my son be on him. He loved Tesla. He got a goddamn <laughs> he got a uh, I put up I bought a nigga a little Tesla flag, he covered his whole room up with just a big ass Tesla, it's a white flag with the red Tesla sign. Yeah. Nigga, favorite car is a Tesla. He so loves Tesla. He might grow up working on Teslas and building his own shit. And if he do, nigga, let, make sure Pops get one. Yeah. <laughs> just make sure Pops gets a Tesla, man. I, I'd appreciate that, son. Yeah, yeah. But um, I was looking at the thing, man. Um, John Legend is doing a Bernie, the Bernie Mac biopic. What? Yeah. John Legend's production company. Okay. They're doing a biopic on Bernie Mac. That's what's up. Yeah. I didn't even, that's, I didn't see no news on that. Yeah. And that's um, some big shit. Do you watch, have you seen the Showtime show, uh, show City on the Hill? I haven't even heard of that. 
I'm trying, I'm trying, the, the actor's name is Aldous Hodge. Okay. And the reason this is important is because Bernie Mac's daughter would like for Aldous Hodge to play her father. I wouldn't even. That's Aldous Hodge. He's been in a bunch of shit. Yeah, he looked familiar as hell. Yeah. But I can see why she would ask him to be Bernie. Yeah. She, she goes into a breakdown of it, but... Yeah, he, um... I say he's been in a bunch of shit, man. Uh, he was in One Night one night in Miami, the shit with Muhammad Ali, and... I watched a little bit of that. Yeah, you know, he was in that. He was, um... He's a city the hill. He's in... He was in The Invisible Man, What What Men Want. He was in The Underground. Remember The Underground, the slave shit? He was one of the, the main slaves. He was in Straight Outta Compton... He hmm. was in the bunch of hidden figures, Tennessee. He was a diehard. He was in, yeah, he was. Buddy, buddy got acting. Yeah, but I say he looked familiar. I just don't recognize yeah. the name. Multiple things on Bones. And, and so his most recent thing, he's, just, he's one of the stars. Him and Kevin Bacon are stars of City on the Hill. It's a okay. series on Showtime. It's really fire. Okay. I want to check it out. But he, uh, Bernie Mac's daughter would, would like for him to play her father. And I can see that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so shout out to John Legend and them for, for doing that because Bernie was a fucking legend. Hell he did yeah. get You would think that would come from some people like uh, in the comedic world. Yeah, like D.L. Hart or D.L. Ugly or Steve Harvey. You know what I mean? John but, Legend. Hey, let him get the money then. Yeah, John Legend. Let John Legend get that money. Yeah, John fucking Legend. It'll be all right. On a uh, on a. Another note, man, on some real positive, cool shit, man. Um, Biggie's daughter, mm-hmm. Ty Tiana Wallace, okay, and Jam Master J's daughter, huh. Tyra Myricks, all right, opened up a pizza spot in Los Angeles. Oh, in LA? Called Juicy. Ha! That's a play on. Good. That's a, yeah. Yeah, that's good. As a play on, I like that. Yeah, man, they um, and it's a pizza spot. They said they both was living out there, working and shit. Now and they noticed that there's a lack of authentic New York pizza in LA, as it would be. Yeah, it should be. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Makes yeah. sense. So they uh, are filling that void, man. It's just good to see. That's real positive, those, right there. You know, you know what I'm saying. It's good to see those those young ladies who come from. That lineage, right? Doing, doing, you know, making positive moves like that, and it was um, they was already in the in the world, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. but that's pretty cool that they're gonna take a step into an adventure that no one else has, you know, trying yeah. to do. And that's always what I'm looking for is to see like what something different I could do. You know, because everybody's doing fish and and chicken, french fries, fried shit, you know what I mean? And when you look at something like that, like you said, they bring in New York pizza. It's just like motherfuckers from, well, people from Chicago bring their pizza down here. And they they were saying that uh, Biggie's daughter was like running her own boutique, Uh which she's still going to do. And... uh, Jam Master J's daughter mm-hmm. was like the head of design for Drake's clothing line. Oh, for shit. For the OVO clothing line. 
I said, y'all really, y'all in the world, y'all working. Yeah. So they really want to come out and do their own thing like yeah. that. And they come together instead of saying, let's fuck do this. You, yeah. You. You know, yeah. Bitch, you ain't better than me. Mm-hmm. And that's good. And that's the type of shit that we need to see more of, man. Yeah, I just thought that was a, I just thought that yeah, was dope. I saw that's a mess, dope. Bringing the New York style pizza to to California. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's called juicy. They, they better make it uh healthy as fuck though. Yeah, because the motherfuckers out there are some health nuts. Yeah, well you know it's something to be said, man. When you always got to be beach ready. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, every day of the year, motherfuckers running around with their shirt <laughs> off and <laughs> on the beach, and working no, out I, on the beach. When I used to um, go back home, you know, I'm originally from California. Yeah. Bay Area, though. Okay. When I used to go back home, I would, to Oakland, and visit my grandma and things of that nature, I would go over to, like, San Francisco, and I would uh, go, like, on the pier. Yeah. Like, where Alcatraz is and all that. Right. And, bro, it's, like, outdoor gyms set up. Oh, Yeah. Like they're just how about in the beach little area or they have their own little sections. Yeah, they have their own little sections. Okay. Yeah, just that's how it was at uh at, at Venice, not to cut you off. Yeah. yeah. It was like that at Venice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. But just outdoor gym set up and you can and this waterproof shit that's out there twenty four seven and you can just go get your workout real quick. Yeah. And I'd be like walking on the pier and stop and give me a workout in. <laughs> and they keep on walking on the pier. Now only parks I've ever seen that in here. Like even in Denver, I seen them in the, in the parks in Denver. They were constantly working on your your fitness and stuff. Mm-hmm. But only parks I've seen here in our city is what Broad Ripple. Where the white folks is at. And uh, back in the day, Garfield Park. Garfield. You know they used to have like the little. I don't know. They was like wood, wood and metallic made. Yeah. And they'll have like an instruction post of what you're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, but other than that, like, that has been, that's a thing of the past, it seems like now. Which is crazy, because that should be. That should be the more of the things that they want in the park. And especially with them being able to be, like, weather resistant. Yeah. Because they're more calisthenic based. Yep. And But but that's good, man. Like That is good, but we don't have that. I know. We don't have that. They not. They're not even trying to put that type of shit in these new parks. That makes no sense, man. <laughs> they really uh, like I know I can speak for this neighborhood that, that I live in. Mm. And I, you know, I live in the Forty Second Post area. For the listeners, if you're from Indian Ups, Indiana, you know where that's at. <laughs> Land of the free, home of the brave. <laughs> but no, I, I. I I understand why these kids run around doing all the nonsense they do because they don't have things to occupy their time. No, they don't. Bro, when I was a kid, man, we had the parks was around. Mm-hmm. We had the basketball courts at 113. Right. Two nights a week, John Marshall opened his gymnasium up for community and it cost $2 to get in. Okay. He was subscribed to them $2. And outdoor vendors would sell their stuff inside. You go in there and they just opened the gym. And niggas would run four or five hours of games. But, I mean, the whole nigga community night, nigga, the whole community came out. It would be every nigga you've ever seen around this motherfucker in there trying to run a game. <laughs> and that's, just, that's true. We, we did have a lot to do back in the day. You know, even yeah. on the weekends. Yeah. We had, uh, did you ever go to the Karen place? I didn't, but my... My... Last ex-wife, mm. 
her little brother, my brother-in-law, okay, is married to the preacher's daughter at the camp place. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I used to I used to live around the corner from the actual place where they picked you know, and they picked up the kids and they took them. Yeah. I lived I remember it was Calvary Temple. Yeah, Calvary Temple. Yeah. But our uh the place though it was on twenty first in college. Right behind this uh this weird building. I forgot what they sold in there. <laughs> but uh it was in between okay. here. Yeah, no. probably did shit, probably did. But it was in between there, and they would have the kids come in and like a little warehouse or whatever. And you know what I'm saying? You sit there. Sometimes you watch a movie. Uh, the only times I would go was when they were giving out prizes like uh, Super Soakers, or uh, they had this thing called the Money Jump. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, you would try to get well. You know, it's kind of like Price is Right. You gotta get picked to get on upstage yeah, and whatever. You- they call your name from a little raffle. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what they had was a big wad of money. Mostly ones, but it's inter- intermittent, yeah. like tens and fives and shit. Yeah, and you and they, on them. yeah so you, they would roll it out on the floor, and you had to do like a long jump <laughs> to see how much money you would get. Oh. You know what I mean? Because they had them all taped together. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. on the so long end. they rolled them up, forgot wherever you landed, you got everything from there back type yeah. shit? Okay. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was pretty fucking cool, but they did something positive for the community. Yeah, and I used to kids. go, um, my, like I said, my brother-in-law, he um, he coaches a AAU team. Yeah. And they they do a lot of their stuff through the Karen Place, and they always have them, like, uh, fundraisers. Yeah. Car always. wash fundraisers yes, and sir. stuff up there. And I always go up there and let them young boys fuck my car up. <laughs> you know, I got them. I got them crew passes, man. I go up there and let them do all that bullshit, and I drive right to crew <laughs> and rinse off but all this nonsense. But it's it's principle. Yeah, it's the principle. Yeah, yeah. I got a funny story though about that. So, bro, and his team always doing the little fundraisers and stuff, right? Yeah. And this one particular time, they had a tournament in like Vegas to go to. Okay. And they had. You know, the kids had to sign permission slips and their parents had to pay X, Y, Z. Right. And, you know, they raised the other half of the money. They, they tried not to put all the burden on the parents, but it cost. Oh, yeah. So. Went to going to Vegas with some kids. So a couple kids, uh, the parents agreed for them to go, but they didn't. Sign the waiver? They didn't, they didn't run the funds. Oh, they, and, they sent their babies to Vegas? No, 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 no. They, they, they didn't get to go. Cause, cause, and these is older. They're fourteen, fifteen. Right. They um they didn't get to go because bro and them couldn't come out of pocket from the plane tickets and the hotel oh, wow. fees and you know what I'm saying they already taking the vast majority of it and just asking the parents for minimal right. stuff. So boom. Long story short, one day I'm riding. I know bro's on this trip though. Right. I ride down post. And it's two boys on the corner with help us get to our game oh. signs. They got their jerseys on. Yeah. And I'm thinking maybe this is a thing that they got set up. They're just raising more money. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if bro has left yet. I know the trip's coming. These two young niggas did that until they got enough money and flew out to Vegas on their on their own and met them niggas there and hooped. That's what's up. I said, them two? That's innovative. Them two got initiative. Hell yeah. That shit was crazy, but them niggas got initiative. Now, did they win or lose? I don't know. I don't, I don't <laughs> even know. You stayed up out of money. 
You go, you I don't know, but it's the, it's the point, man. If them <laughs> niggas can apply themselves to do some shit like that, nah, at that age, you can do anything. Man, they, they can get a lot of shit done, man. Hell yeah. They can get a lot of shit done, man. I hope they still friends together. For real. Tell you, I rode by, because I rode by and I saw it. Then, like, three days later, my ex-wife was like, you're not going to believe this shit. And I was like, the two young niggas? And she was like, well, what you mean? I was like, I see the niggas on the corner. <laughs> but but the, but usually when they had those fundraisers, it's the whole, the whole team. The whole team, not just two teenagers it's standing there. Two with teenagers sign. with the sign, with their jerseys on, the little bucket. Everything that they right. were using, the fundraiser dynamic, that it was just them two. I'm just glad they didn't get fucked with. Yeah, like, no, 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 they didn't. You know, back what is it, around this time, still police still running around here heavy like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, goddamn donkey. Yeah, you know they could have been fucking with them just on some shit. And they they trying to do something honest to get somewhere where they can't meet financial ends. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, I like that shit. That's cool. It's a uh, run right into this one, man. Speaking of kids, mm-hmm. Doctor Dre, yeah, and Jimmy Iovine. Mm-hmm. You know who Jimmy Iovine is. He used to be the head of Def Jam. This and thirties, the co-founder of Beats by Dre. Okay. Jimmy Jimmy Iovine is a music. Staple, I've heard his name staple before. in the music world. I'm trying not to get him confused with the dude that ran with uh, what's what's uh, with Easy E. No, 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 not him. Okay. Jimmy Iovine. I know he's probably he probably got a totally different name. Yeah, but. I I can't remember dude's name. Um, but Jimmy Iovine's the one who found Whitney Houston and all that shit. Like okay. He's been around for fucking ever. Him and Dr. Dre are opening a high school in South Central Los Angeles. I heard about that. It, I, just, I just heard about it from Dr. Dre's end. Okay, well, it just got approved by the board, the the L.A. Board of Education last week. Oh, shit. It is scheduled to open fall of 2022. Mm-hmm. And at this moment in time, it's called Regional High School Number One. They plan to change the name mm-hmm. because they weren't quite worried about the name more of what was going to be going on. Right. They wanted to get everything set in stone before they... Yeah, last a name is something that yeah. you want to worry about last. And the thing I like about it is it's not a fucking charter school. It's not a... They're opening a public school. It's, oh, in, shit. it's entwined in the public system. That's what's up. And they're going to be doing multiple of them, but... And it's not just a performing arts school. It's everything. Financial literacy, performing arts, oh. uh, anything you want to know, the directing movies, the, the, the whole nine yards, man. These niggas is really taking their... Because, you know, both of them niggas is billionaires. Bro. Yeah. Niggas is really taking their money and putting it where their mouth is, man. That's what's up. And it's, it's going to open fall of 2022, man, Los Angeles, California. And they said it just... It's been a, it's been a, a dream and they've been working on it. Right. But it just got approved by the board. But education board, man, so it's a thing. That's now. dope as fuck. Yeah, it's under construction as we speak, and it will be opening 2022. And I'm and glad they allowed them to do that because yeah. somebody probably would probably try to block that shit. And yep. you know, oh, Dr. Dre's trying to open up a school. No, nah, we can't have that. But at least we get to see their money go into something very positive, that, yeah, and constructive for the community. And that's what we always we always talking about. You know, I always say. You want to, um, if you want to get rid of poverty, give niggas opportunity. Yeah. Give motherfucker opportunity so they can dig themselves out of this. And the thing about it is, they always want to give handouts and shit. And that's, yeah, and that's cool for people that are really fucked up. But if you, if you're talking about 
in the long haul. Yeah. You're talking about generation after generation after generation. Man, all you got to give motherfuckers is opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And you start here. You start That's with education. You give them a, a public school because you give them to just more than one individual. Yeah, you and you give them to people that can't afford to get to your charter. Exactly. Your charter or your private. or So, so imagine the big jump off of how many students going to try to go there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and leave their other schools. And, and, they, and, they, and they say that this, this, that's why they call it number one because the plan is <coughs> for multiple schools. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, the plan is for multiple schools. Now, just only in that state, or they're trying to I do this across know. country. I don't know. So they, that's what I, I can see the the build up from that. Yeah, doing it there, branching off and having about that's ten, a, eleven yeah. schools in different cities or whatever, and then trying to move into other states. And that would be dope. But I'm just glad, you know. So many times we see motherfuckers that get a few dollars and don't do nothing. I don't or, do nothing with, or sit on it, or just. Or, or you get your typical, your backpack giveaway, and your, which right. is all great. It's all good because you're doing something. You are doing something. And I don't plus, wanna, you're going to get it right off. Yeah, but like I said, I don't want to. Let's not miss out on that. Yeah, yeah, for real. But I don't want <laughs> to knock anybody's charity and make it seem less than the next person's. I'm just glad that some of the that some of the people that like because as of now, we can think about almost all the people in our community and our. The community, we don't call our community because of the hip hop world, right? That have really got that type of bag, bro. Yeah, Diddy has a school. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Diddy has a school, it's like a performing arts school or something type shit. Yeah, oh, for real. Yeah, um, I, I, talk, I think I talked about it before, but I didn't. It's um, you know what? I do remember you talking about that. Yeah, Diddy has a school, LeBron James has a school, now Dre has a school, like. It's just it's good to That's see. Needed, man. It's good to see where these 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 black men who have came from nothing and reached these vast amounts of money, how they're giving back. Right. Because I personally believe it starts with the uh, it starts with the education, mm-hmm. and after the education, it yeah, Diddy School is called Third Capital Preparatory School. Oh, we got preparatory. It's in, it's in the Bronx. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not public, but it's something. Yeah, but um, no, it means he's, he's, still, he's still reaching out. He's doing something. But um, it's just, because like I said, I believe that it starts with the, with the education. Yes, sir. And then after that, it goes into the opportunity. So if you, if you ramp up the schools, mm-hmm. then put good paying jobs Right. In certain neighborhoods. I promise you, niggas would rather go to work and not worry about going to jail That's than true. playing out here in these streets. That's true. Playing out here in these streets is not the first option. It's a no. it's a it's the end it's to make ends meet and then yeah. and then it gets a hold of you. Yeah. And you keep playing and you keep playing, you keep the playing. Quick money and the quick yeah. access to things and but I promise you, if you, like, we talked about it on the old pod, uh, when they de, um, when they took all the, the trade programs to out of high schools. All the trades out of high schools and then moved all the trade jobs to the outskirts. Yeah. Yeah. Because you remember, you know, well, not remember, but like, well, no, you remember. I remember some of that. Because, like, I remember Doe came out of high school with a, with a welding trade. Yeah. Like, you used to be able to come out of high school 
with a trade that will make you good money. I remember Doe came out of high school with a welding trade and immediately upon graduation had a job making like $22 an hour. Yes, sir. And, and I'll tell you what, he and at that point in time, I had already dropped out of school and I was playing in the streets. Mm-hmm. Doe, not once did that nigga ask me about playing in the streets. That nigga went to work. Yeah. Because the opportunity was there. I know what you mean. You feel me? If you got an opportunity, brother, when 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 your option is six fifty at McDonald's, yeah, or playing these streets, you are gonna play in these fucking streets. Especially when you are at a young age trying to financially support yourself. Yeah, because you know at fourteen, fifteen, you want your own money yeah. because you, that's from the time you want to start getting out and doing you and finding and then, yourself. And then coming out of high school, you seventeen, eighteen. And this world considers you an adult. Yeah. And yeah. you come out this motherfucker with a piece of paper that can get you a way to go to college and acquire more debt, and that's all. That's it. When you used to be able to come out that bitch with, with a job. two, three trades. Yeah. Trades. You can get, get a plumbing oh, yes. trade. Yes, yeah. You can get a plumbing trade, a welding trade, electrician trade, all carpentry. out of high school. Carpentry, all Mechanics. out of high school. And uh, then yeah, and the all. body shop, the yeah. barber, all at school. And then you could come out and to me, you had work experience, you can go get a job doing that shit, and you could provide for your lifestyle without going the other route. That's true. They took that shit from niggas, and then they took all the jobs out the neighborhood. Yeah. So you couldn't get to them. You couldn't access them. Yeah. Then on top of that, they, they wasn't hiring us. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Then the, then the discrimination with the hiring and the... Yeah, so yeah, if you if you want poverty to stop, man, all you gotta do is give opportunity. You don't have to give a bunch of handouts. No, you don't. Give opportunity. Build some jobs in the neighborhood. Build some jobs that hire niggas who done messed their life up a little bit. Thanks for giving us these bullshit ass fast food jobs. Yeah. Telling us to be happy with that shit. Yeah, ain't nobody gotta be happy with that but shit. That's why motherfuckers is getting their ass beat at fast food facilities. Yeah. You know, I don't want nobody coming in talking crazy to me. No fast food jobs is for People still in high school, people right. who are with work permits for, you know, the, the working student, something mm-hmm. like that, man. That ain't no fucking careers, man. Yeah, no. Somebody to, to to make a living and, and pay their bills and this, this, the third off of 759, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, so you about to go, go down this rabbit hole right here because I was watching, uh, you ever heard of the show uh, Undercover Boss? Yes. So I was watching the one Undercover Boss from. They were doing Popeyes, and the lady was like, she wasn't the boss, but she was like one of the executives that yeah, yeah. She's, she's on the operational line. Yeah, so she went to this one lady, and they, they were in Louisiana. Okay. So the lady Where was Popeyes talking. Where Popeyes chicken's supposed to be from? Yeah. So the lady, uh, I, I believe they was in New Orleans and shit, because uh, one of the locations, the lady had been working for Popeyes. 28 years. Jesus Christ. Get this though. The first 20 years, uh, she worked there, Katrina happened. Okay. And she had to move out of state for three months. Mm-hmm. Her, the Popeyes is calling her telling her, if you can't come to work, we're going to have to fire you. After 20 years. After 20 fucking years. Do you know that she went back to Popeyes and had to start completely the fuck over? And my thing is, how the hell do you get a loyal employee like that? Yeah. 
You know what I mean? You need to give this woman her own fucking store. Yeah, she needs her own store. After so many years like that, <clears throat> you've done two decades working on three. Plus, we didn't fired you and you came back. And started from the bottom. With no, you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah, where do I find an employee like that? Where can I find somebody that, 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 that that's that committed? That's a dream employee. Hell yeah. yeah that's a dream employee. But, yeah, you know, you motherfuckers, man, they do you wrong, bro. Yeah. I know, nah, man. You know me, bro. I ain't, you know, I ain't with the, the nine to five, man. They, uh, when people don't give a fuck about you, man, I don't give a fuck about them. Exactly. I saw a meme today that said, jobs got the power infrastructure to all twisted. They yeah. actually think I give a fuck about this job. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. And I always tell people, like, when I was at my last job and I was just getting over it. And people are like, well, uh, what you going to do? You, you, you uh, just going to go to another job? I'm like, nah, I ain't going to do that. I'm going to work on my own yeah. and find my own way. But you got so many people believing that you can't do it no other yeah, way. Yeah, 9 to 5 is your only, is your you only option. And it's yeah, not. It's not. And then yeah, I hate those company people. Which is the good employee that I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, no, 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 no. I, and, and I'll never knock the nine to five worker. I knock the nine to five job that don't treat the employees right. Oh, that too. But when I say the, uh, the, uh, what I call them, I forgot what I just said. The company worker? Yeah, the company worker. I'm talking about the ones, not the ones that got hired onto the company. I'm talking about the ones that are. You're still the low man on the totem pole, yeah. but you acting like you're but big. But you acting like you're bigger than everybody. Yeah, stop that. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's like, that. that's very unnecessary. Yeah, and people don't give no fucks about you, man. And they like, don't. At all. They'll, be, you'll be, they'll be the first ones to go. At all. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, I've, I've started my own um, uh, independent retirement fund, which is essentially a 401k you can do on your own. Oh, basically an IRA? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I got one independent retirement account. Okay. Like, I got one right now. Money going that bitch every motherfucking week. Nigga, you can retire on your own accord. You don't have to work no job with no 401k and all that right. other goofy shit. Like, right. Like, you can go with these other, you can go with certain places. They invest exactly. your money the same way the jobs do. Because even with that match your shit. And, even with that 401k, I was talking to this, uh, this my, one of my coworkers at the last job. Me and her were talking. And... We were talking about how, and we brought this up on a podcast before, Yeah, but how well, jobs, not yeah, not this Just one. Disclaimer, ladies and gentlemen. But, <laughs> but how jobs aren't the same how they were no, 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 no. parents' generation. Yeah. Like you back know? then, you could get a job at Allison's or something. You could work yeah. for 20 years. You, you get fire-ass retirement. Yeah. Good benefits. Now you do good if you get five or six years. Yeah. And then even if you start getting towards... That twenty year mark, they'll um, pardon me, ladies and gentlemen, they'll um, they'll do stuff like try and buy you out on early retirement, right. so they can hire in a younger person at a vastly lower wage. Vastly lower wage. I, I already know what you're talking about. Yeah, they about. won't get your old ass about it. Or you make too much money. But see, even with the four hundred one k, even if they match, let's say you get fired or yep. you quit, you find something else. You know what I mean? Uh, if you don't take that 401k information and apply it to your next job, yeah. or they don't have it, after a while, the 401k people, or the account that you have, uh, the 
through, they'll send you out a document stating you need to either bounce this 401k or something, yeah. take it out, or dissolve, or you forfeit. Yeah. And I, I've been through that several times. I'm like, this is bullshit because it's my money. You know, I put into this for myself, but I get penalized because either I got fired or I quit this job that had 401k and now where I'm at doesn't have it. Yeah. I, said, I, got a, I got an IRA, bro. Right. Independent retirement account. Right. I put money in that bitch every single week. Mm-hmm. And they do what they do with the shit. And, <laughs> and when it's all said and done, it'll be another stream of income I can live off of. Hell yeah. Because as long as I'm in, before I come out of there every week, and right. you know, as I get better off financially, mm. I increase the amount. I see but what you're saying. Even if a nigga was broke, mm. a certain amount of money is going in there every week. I got you. You feel me? Hell yeah. Yeah, because I mean that's that's long run. Yeah, it is. Then I got a. Uh, I do the same thing. I got I got accounts set up, um, investment accounts set up for my children. But they can't access it at twenty one. Mm-hmm. That just they just go in there and they 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 match they take my money and they invest it properly. And it's, and it's but it's for my children. And the thing about it is the way it's set up. The accounts are for my children. Right. And if I say I was to try and pull some money out that motherfucker, they wouldn't let you, would they? I have to show proof that it's for something for the child. So say that my daughter needed to have some type of crazy surgery. Right. And I needed to, even though this is my money I put in there, I put it in here for my child. Right. So I'd have to bring them the documents like, no, I'm pulling the money out to. And that's that's smarter than them. Yeah. Because that, that just stops like, if you're in a pinch or something, you just can't just go I just can't dip it that, that money. Yeah, yeah that, that, that money's gone Yeah, in my world. Like, I don't even look at it. It's it comes out my account every week. Yeah, but it's a it secure account every week. Every time it's fucking six. Because <laughs> it's for every single one of my children. <laughs> and ain't nothing wrong with that. I got that shit spread out to hit every day of the week. Cause I don't, <laughs> I'm not taking all this money out of my account on one day. So it's Monday, this one, Tuesday, this one. This one, this one. But, <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah, but yeah, the way they got this shit set up. I got to show actual proof as to why I need to take this money. Okay. But yeah. we speaking about kids and graduating and shit, man. I got a, a great story, man. All right. It's a wonderful story, man. Um, a Waffle House employee, young man named Timothy Harrison. Yeah. Timothy Harrison was graduating high school. Mm-hmm. Ended up not being able to go to his graduation, so he showed up to work. To work his shift at Waffle his House. Graduation. But couldn't go. Right. Um, his mother worked. Her job wouldn't let her off. He's not in contact with his father. Uh-huh. And the the location where they was having the graduation was like an hour and a half from where he lived at. Damn. Yeah, it's in, it's in Alabama. Center Point, Alabama. The The... You know, well, like, you know, like, LC, which is right around the corner, right. has his graduation to fairgrounds. Right, or like how my school, Warren, had theirs at the... Casico. Uh, Casico. Yeah. So, they're like, it was like an hour and a half away where they were having the... The ceremony. But he couldn't, but he just couldn't make it. His mom couldn't make it. He couldn't make it. He 
So he had, he he had made been, a pimp's decision and just went on to work. He had requested a day off. Right. For work. And, you know, so when all that fell through, he just went to work. Right. And, and get showed up in the hopes that he could work. Well, his manager, Cedric Hampton, who was 38, mm-hmm. was not having it. He, the whole motherfucking Waffle House snapped into action. They, he, the, the boy didn't have his, his cap and gown and right. all that shit. The manager like, hey man, you go home. He told, he told, he told Timothy Hanson, Harrison, you go home. Get all the paperwork you need. Come back with it. Got back with it. They shot up there, mm. bought his cap and gown. Oh, at the same time, the manager who had the day off at the Waffle House yeah. shot to the store, bought him some dress clothes, came back to the, to the job. They got him dressed in Waffle House. That's what's up. They went, they bought the tickets for the graduation. They shot him the hour and a half out there. Yeah. And they and and the Waffle House employees watched that boy graduate and cheered him on and now that's what I'm talking about. And subsequently, after hearing about the story, Lawson State Community College in Alabama gave that young man a full ride plus books. Oh, shit, that's beautiful. That's beautiful, man. That's what they, you see underneath the motherfucker. Roll my notes. I got a great story. <laughs> so they shut down the Waffle House. They shut it down. And then go and in, in action. And, and take, take this man to his graduation. And they said. And, and rooted him on. They said employees all chipped in their money. And patrons that were in that the were restaurant in that saw what was happening started chipping their money. That's dope. And they, they shot in the article. You can, they, you can see him changing his outfit and putting his cap and gown on in the motherfucker and all that shit. And they, they got the, the Cedric Hampson, the manager, mm. 38 years old. He's cool. he, he got like five kids. Right. They said, man, I couldn't watch that boy not walk. He worked too hard for it. Hell yeah. And that's good. That, that's something good going to happen to him. Man. Yeah. Because anybody else would have just... Fuck. Yeah, they just been like, oh, well, fuck it. He ain't gonna graduate today. Yeah, well, good. He probably would have just sent him in, son. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah, or I wouldn't even let him make no money. You, well, we already fully staffed. Yeah. No, what we're gonna do is shut this motherfucker down. You about to go and walk. And, and they, I don't give a fuck what corporate got to say. And they called and they called in motherfuckers that wasn't working to help. Oh, that's what's up. The like like the people that was at work that day went and got his outfit and shit. Right. The 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 assistant manager who was off that day. Drove up there and got his cap and gown and shit and brought it back to him. <laughs> That's yeah. what's up, man. Center Point, Alabama, man. Timothy Harrison, the young man, congratulations to you. Congratulations. For receiving your high school diploma and uh, also your scholarship to Community oh, yeah. College, which is still good. And shout out to you, Mr. Cedric Captain. Yeah, and shout out to the employees. And shout out to all the And the patrons. And the patrons. Everybody that had a hand in that. Hell yeah. That's very dope. Everybody's going to be blessed from that. Yeah, man. absolutely. In one way or the other, and no matter how big or small, yeah. something good's going to happen for them people. Because how many people really rally around to come together for something like that? Yeah, not and many. being selfless, you know what I mean? Yeah, not many. It don't happen often, man, but that was very dope. That is very dope. Yeah, that was very dope. Shit, man, uh, you know, just take a break from the articles and shit, man. How do you, how do you feel about being in the crossfires of an argument? Enlighten me. What are we talking about? Like, say, uh, are you and Dose close? 
Yes. So, though you over there visiting, Chilling with him and his and, lady and, getting and, to and it. His lady getting to it. Oh, nigga, I get quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I get quiet. I get quiet as a church man. And I get quiet too. And I brought it up because uh, uh, my cousin, <laughs> who's a listener of the show, how you doing, cuz? I know you in your truck listening right now. I'm about to. I'm breaking this fourth wall. Yeah, you can sit there and laugh all you want about it. <laughs> but yeah, every time I go over there. And it's him and his girl. This seems to be an argument every time. Oh shit! And but like, I could deal with the argument. You know what I mean? That's cool. That's between them. I have no say so with this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But what I don't get is when she be arguing with him and he be coming off passive, then she'd be like, "Oh, so you just gonna act this way because your cousin here?" I'm like, "Whoa, hey, man!" I was just about to say, <laughs> the only time it bothers me. Is when my name get thrown in it. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I ain't got nothing to do with this. Your wife called me white boy. That's how the family called me white boy. Okay. And that motherfucker, some, some, some white boy. I'm like, no, I did not. I ain't got nothing to do with y'all marital disruption. <laughs> it would be every, almost every time when they get to arguing and that happens and stuff. And I just kind of feel awkward. And I'd be like, cuz, like. Yeah, I'll leave. What, what's when, going on? When my name get thrown into the mix, bro. I, I'm out of there. You know what I mean? Because I can, I can, I can be quiet as a church mouse while y'all are arguing on right. some normal shit. But once my name get thrown into it, man, I gotta it's go. Over, man. I gotta yeah. go. Yeah, it makes you feel awkward, man. We'll you try know. this again later on <laughs> down the road. Cause and it's like to ask her, like, cause dude, does she like me or something? Hey, yeah, am I cool? Like. I don't even come around that much. You <laughs> make you feel like that for real, for real. Is anything all right over like, Yeah, I know it's not like that, but it just be the feeling of it. It's yeah. like, yo. <laughs> I don't, don't want to be no pawn of y'all argument, man. No, not every time, man. You know what I mean? And then, nigga, if you is acting nonchalant because I'm here, stop doing that. <laughs> be who you normally is. Nigga, if you normally wild as fuck in the argument, but now because I'm here, you like, nah, shit, it ain't even that big deal. No, nigga, be your normal self. Go in the other room and shut the door, man. I'll, I'll put my headphones in or something, right? right? Yeah, don't let me just don't let me be a part of your marital disruption. Bro. Like, I was over at one homie's house one time, and him and his family got on the phone, got to arguing back and forth. I was like, hey, bro, uh, Start collecting my shit. And I was like, hey, I, I'm out, man. He's like, oh no, man. I was like, no, no, no. You yeah. got some family shit to handle. It's a, it's probably some shit I don't even need to hear, my yeah, nigga. Yeah, for real. So you need to handle that, and I'll see you later. When family members get to argue, you know, some shit coming out that ain't. For, oh, oh yeah. That ain't for spectators. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not wanting people to drag it on either. I'm not gonna sit there and, and, and cheerlead and yeah. root. You know what I mean? I, like I said, I'm just sitting there like, damn, when's this storm going? So you acting like when you catch you fucking your cousin. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep. <laughs> you get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to hear that. <laughs> Not even that. Or you hear something about uh, man, this is hypothetical because you know how you know niggas get comfortable around these females and do weird shit or some shit. So I wasn't playing with your butt. You like, whoa, whoa. Now you playing with your You wearing my panties on your face earlier. Yeah, just you know. something like that. I'm like, oh, nigga, I, don't want, I didn't need to know that. Hey, you got to argue with the real feather. Don't forget to talk about niggas peeing in the bed until they were 17. Boy. You still pissing in the bed. Boy. Oh, yeah. You was pissy when you went to prom. Like, like, 
And you musty a little bit. All the time. Old pissy on here smelling ass boy. You got the nerdy beard talking crazy to me. Yeah, I mean the fuck out of there, man. I'll be real quiet. Then my name get in the mix, man. I'm gone. Yeah, yeah, man. That's all you can do, though. You sit there and take it. Go through it and hope everything is good. Because all I want to do is come over, chill, maybe yeah. play the game a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shoot down memory lane and, and then I'm done. I don't know, I don't know if people realize, man. Like, if I come to visit your home, I'm looking for some solitude, man. Like, I'm trying to get away from my house for a second. Right. I want to come to your house with the problems. So if I come to your house and you having the problems, I'm going to find another house to go be at because this right. ain't the one. <laughs> Say the one, Jack. Or be like, hey, uh, you come over here, bro. Like, <laughs> you go over and kick with me, man. We'll, 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 we'll go in the garage where the kids don't come fuck with me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I'm going to niggas. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if y'all picked it up in the background, but my kids have been in my house tearing shit up. All pop. We just hit boom, crash, boom. And I am not fucking with them because we are here recording for y'all. Hey, they ain't came out and said they hurt yet. So but it's going down. You been hearing this shit? Yeah, I been It's going down in my home. We record. <laughs> I just said the top of the pile. We recorded in the garage this evening so so we could have some quality of audio. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a cool night. It's actually a real it's, good yeah, night. Yeah, it's actually a real good night for the shit. I was checking the weather because I was like, I'm going to record in the damn garage. Man, this might get ugly. <laughs> We couldn't be in the firm on school night. I used to get them in bed. I ain't shit. no school night no more. Nah, they on summer break, but they up. Shit, my son hit me with it the, the last uh, weekend he was over. I said, so what you going to do? You going to stay the week? He said, no, I'm going home. I said, are you going home? He's like, yeah, I'm, 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 I got to go home. I was like, all right. Damn, all right, you, 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 you take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> call me when you want to come back over. And he don't call, so I just. <laughs> I'm with that with my house. is he? 15. I'm done with that, my 14-year-old daughter. And that's right why now. I don't fuck with him, because he's finding himself. I know age. Yeah, he's finding himself and shit. You know, he wasn't as, a, he's not as advanced as me as I, when I was that age. Because I've been running around out in the streets and shit since I was 11, 12, yeah. you know what I mean? But, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm glad he's starting to find himself. And that's, you know, that's, it's funny how men and personalities is different from children, right? Because my, my 14-year-old is... Finding herself, understood, and you know she don't want to come around, and then she do. She she might not come around for, I might miss two weekends with her or whatever, mm-hmm. and then she'll come over here for three weeks straight. <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? It's all good, but my motherfucking sixteen year old, bro, going on seventeen, that baby loves daddy, nigga. She just wants she in there right now. <laughs> That's her car right there, nigga. She got a whole motherfucking vehicle, nigga. And won't even go nowhere. She just, <laughs> she just air kicking with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with I'm that. Going you know what? Record this pod, on man, the I'm flip side of what could be happening, mm-hmm. she out there running some I, nigga. I, I, I ain't mad at it at all. You see what I'm saying? I mean, like, like this morning, my uh, like I said I'm trying to keep the pod from being sad after watching that shit happen. That's but good. My oldest daughter, for some reason has this keyed ability to tell when her father is sad. It's, nigga, you know, you know I'm a man's man, bro. I put on mm-hmm. a good face. Nigga, I put on a good face and and, 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 and we're going about. Nigga, she will come in that motherfucking ask me blatantly. She don't do it no more. 
Now she just takes action. But right. like when she was like 12, 13, mm-hmm. she, Dad, are you sad? And like, and the way she acts, I couldn't even lie to her. Like, yep, actually I am. Like, and she just, and like this morning, I got me in my room chilling, and across my bed, mm-hmm. watching TV. She, uh, she heard about the whole, she was here, but she, she wasn't outside. So right. she heard about the whole, and you know, my son was going through it, so she was helping console my son last night. She just came in my room and crawled in the bed, laid her head on my shoulder. Rub him, rub him back a little bit. Tell him, Dad, I love you. <laughs> and then, then got up and went back into her room. I said, this little girl always knows what I'm going through. I understand. It's a goddamn child. Get away from me pulling my emotional strings. But see, like, where I'm were a real you, man. Were you, were you like that with your mom, though? No. So, like, if you ever, like, seen your mom sad or crying or not, it never affected you any different? Well, no, 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 it did. That's what I mean. Yeah, it did. Because, like, I found the vibes. Yeah, you catch that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and you hear the little... Because you, you never see your parent like that. You know, know what I'm saying? And so when yeah, that happens... Little phone conversations. You see the, the change in her demeanor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I used to see that with my moms back in the day, too. And, yeah. And no matter the type of face they try to put on, you see change in demeanor. Yeah. Because, you know... You've been around so long, you know. So. Because right now, acting happy is an act. Mm-hmm. And normally, it's just an everyday thing. But now I'm trying to recreate it. Exactly. And my and my daughter been able to, that baby been able to pick it out since she's about five years old. That's what's up. The rest of these motherfuckers be oblivious and a bitch. They're just, ah, ha, 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 ha. life is fun and games. <laughs> 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 but then again, there's something to be said with uh, my oldest growing with me because mm-hmm. I'm 36 she's 16 so I had her at 20 Okay, so she watched me go through pivotal changes and shit you feel me for the first decade of her life I was trying to figure shit out I didn't have a good grasp on shit until I was 30 years old oh yeah so 10 years old she's she's remembering shit from then right. that was just 6 years ago in her world I understand that you feel me she just how long did it take for like when uh, you said that's your firstborn, right? Yeah. So how long did it take from when she was born to for you to accept not accept the role as a father, but to have the feeling of a father to really embrace it? Yeah. Um. I was three kids in. You were three in. But yeah. see, I only got one, so that's why I asked about how long it took. Well, it it, it was. As far as financially and as far as understanding I'm their father right. and taking care of them, right. it was immediate. Okay. But as far as, I mean, if y'all could hear that, my kids are in their, losing their mind. Somebody's getting beat ass deaf. <laughs> oh, the doors, she, people are getting slammed, they're yelling. It's really going down in there. I hope they're okay. But, uh, <laughs> 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 She's not just gonna take a pause and go check, but whatever. <laughs> I don't hear any more yelling, so <laughs> hope no one's dead. <laughs> or unconscious. But but uh it um in all, in all honesty, bro, like financially mm-hmm. and being with my kids, I was always with my kids. I always but uh understanding that my life actions really there you go. reflect on my children. Right. 
was until I was 25 when I got shot. Okay. When I got shot and stabbed all them times. And by that time, I had... By that time, I was three deep. Okay. I had my three... I was four deep. Okay. I had my oldest daughter, Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Leilani was my second daughter. Mm-hmm. Brianna was my third daughter. Brylan, which is my son. Right. Brylan was... A year old, Jasmine was four, Milani was two, Brianna was, Brianna and Brianna were born the same year, so they, so they were both infants. Right. But after I got shot, uh, that's when I fully understood that my day-to-day life actions Mm -hmm. would directly affect my children. It was more than money. It was more than time. Mm. It was more than any of that. The things that I did as a as as me could hardly disrupt or positively inflict positively influence their life. That's what you're saying. And it, yeah, it took till I got shot. Like I said, it was it was wild. Like I said, we we talking about. 20 to 25, and in that time frame, I had four kids. Right. I had my first at 20, but by 25, I was, I had four. Right. <clears throat> and, and, I believe my fifth was on the way. She just wasn't here yet. Gotcha. Allison was on the way, because Allison was born in 2010. I got shot at the ass in 2009, so she was yeah. She was pregnant with Allison. I was on my fifth kid. I was on my six kids. I had a son pass in 2008. That's right. Sorry to hear that. I had a son pass in 2006. I had two two sons pass. One, wow. yeah. Brandon Deshaun passed in 2006 and mm-hmm. Brian Jr. passed in 2008. Man. So, but, like I said, financially and being there, I had a grasp on that. I understood it completely. I was with it. But, I was still disconnecting my life from theirs. I understand that. And when I almost lost my life. That's what brought you back in. It made me realize how much my life would horribly affect their life if I was to do this the wrong way. Right. I feel that. And that's when I, for the last decade or so plus, I've literally just been living for them because... I almost died, and bro, it was, yeah, it was traumatic. Like, like my um, I remember like like my my two oldest, my sixteen and my fourteen year old, they were old enough to remember what happened to me, like right. like in their own memories. Right. The rest, of them, the rest of them have been told. Right. They've heard stories, but the the two oldest, they actually seen you going through it. They remember coming to the hospital. They mm-hmm. remember. The staples in my stomach and right. they mama patching up my goddamn bullet holes and all that shit. Like they remember that shit. Right. And they bring it up from time to time. And yeah, it's just, yeah. But it really it made really made me realize, man, like you gotta be here for these <clears throat> for these kids, man. These are young human beings that Yes sir. That and and I don't think we I don't think we quite contribute you, as an adult, you meet fucked up people, yeah. and you never quite really think this fucked up person probably had a fucked up person raising them. 
or some Not fucked up true. shit happened to him when they was being raised. We just meet fucked up people like, man, what the fuck is the problem with this nigga? This nigga probably had some traumatic shit happen to him. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. our job to try and keep that as far away from them as possible so they can grow up to be normal adults. Exactly. Fully functioning, emotionally stable human beings. See, I didn't start uh, accepting, not, 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 not accepting the role as a father. I did the physical aspects and the financial. Yeah. I mean, there was an argument at first with my son's mother about it because we were trying to do it outside of the courts. Yeah. And that just wasn't working. And now, you know what I mean? I and plus to me, and, and then plus for me, it didn't it didn't sit mentally because it was, I always had the, the underthought of, well, shit, if she takes me to court, she can always run this shit back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So once we started to get to that aspect, I, was, I always told her this would be easier for you, you to go to court. go downtown and get me on child support, yeah, go to the court. and they'll take it out of my check. You can ask my um, my my son's mother. That's who was here earlier. Mm-hmm. My son's mother tell you. You know, now I have custody of my son. I've had him for my son to be twelve this year. I've had him since he was ten, since he was two, okay. for the last decade. But uh, prior to that, I went down there for myself on child support. Okay, you don't hear about too many people doing that either. Put myself right on it because. You know, shit, fuck you. We talking this pod. Uh, I was married at the time, and oh, okay. my son's mother was not my wife. You had an Upshaw's mother? Yeah. Okay. So, what I would never in the world let happen is one of my relationships affect my relationship with my child. I don't give a fuck how these kids got here. They're mine. True that. And it will be raised accordingly, despite who likes it. Right. And so, to make sure that I had my rights, to make sure that things were settled and taken care of and squared away, mm-hmm. I just went down there for myself on child support. Because when you put yourself on child support instead of Indiana, you're automatically granted a certain amount of parental rights. Okay. And so, we're not playing this, you can't see him, shit, and this, that, and the third. I'll take you back to court. That's not the reason I was... Yeah. Gonna, you know, yeah. I'll take you back to court. I have... It's a minimum amount of rights. Right. It's a minimum but, but amount, they're, but, they're, but they're, 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 they're not just, uh, no, you can't do this. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's not what yeah. we're doing. Even if my rights is fucking one weekend a month, you're going to give that, you're going to bring them here this weekend. Exactly. Or I'm going to give them. Or I'm, or I'm going to be going back to court. Or that too. I had, I had the, the judge found one of my baby mamas in contempt one time, fucked her brain up. Hmm. So what you mean I got to pay? She says, you didn't do what I told you to do. Y'all are in court. I'm in charge. Y'all, right. y'all have came before you me. You came before me. Yeah. And I, this is the ruling I imposed. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah it, took, it took me, my son to be like about, about the age of four to where I start feeling like a father. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, it, was, it, it was even brought on because of an incident I had with this old motherfucker <laughs> being nosy. Trying to flirt with my mom, you know what I'm saying? And like I was with my ex, and at the time it was her son and my son. My mom had a we have a chain link on the backyard, yeah. So being on the the edge of the cul-de-sac, so you're the first person on the on the on the half, or with the rest of the block, yeah. Are pretty much it's not a backyard; it's a side yard. It's a side yard, but it has a chain link around yeah. portion of the yard. 
Well, they're in there. She's got the swimming pool blown up for them. They doing a little swimming thing. So we pull back up, and there's this dude's truck in the middle of the street. And I'm like, what the fuck? I see him standing in the yard, but my mom's not. She's engaging him, but she's not, like, close to him. She's just talking. She's on the other side of the swimming pool ah. watching the kids. So you know, just talking from a small distance. Yeah. So I'm like, something's either up or he may, he had a truck. So yeah. I'm thinking maybe he trying Maybe to get work. Or... There you go. So he sees us and, you know, we pull in the cold sack, turn around the park in front of the house, get out. And I'm not one of those people that, I'm very cordial. Yeah. Especially the old people. I seen the old man in the yard. Like I said, I'm thinking he's asking about work. Yeah. But I seen he looks over at me. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Throw him, you know, a wave. He just turns around and starts walking in his truck. Oh. And I'm looking at my mom. I'm looking at the kids. I'm like, who, who the fuck is he? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? She's why like, is that? I don't know. I'm like, oh, you don't know? Hey, man, who are you? Yeah, now it's confrontation time. Yeah, you know what I mean? And he just did me like a little wave off to the back. and You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm like, oh, no. Who, who are you? And, you know, he get to arguing with me from the truck. Now, he done hopped in the truck. <laughs> First of all. Trying to get fucked up. Then he's like, what business is it? I was like, a business, motherfucker. I live here. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? Who are you? You know, oh, it ain't none of your business. You just a bitch. I said, I'm the bitch? But you went and ran your old ass in the truck. How am I the bitch? He said, oh, man. I said, how about you hop out this truck and let me show you who the bitch is? Yeah. He was like, huh? I was like, you heard me. Get out the truck and let me show you who the bitch is. And I'm in front of my son and her son and my mom's stuff. You know, they trying to get together and go in the house. You know what I mean? And, yeah, the whole time, man, it was just like something else just took over. Yeah. I didn't even feel like me. The parental instinct. Yeah. That, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I got the kids out here and I got my mama. Yeah, it's, it's time to protect. I'm looking at the situation. She's not engaged with you at the fence, but she's on the other side of the swimming pool looking, checking on the kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Trying to talk to you in a conversation. It's time to protect. Hell yeah, man. You know. It's time to protect. Shit, I went off. <laughs> another motherfucker did this shit, man. Uh, I'm in the house sleeping. You know what I mean? And this is when he was, uh, my, my son was probably like two. And we had him for a while for some reason. I can't remember why. But, uh, oh, it was summer. And he was just over there. Okay. And I had to go to work still. But she would, you know, I asked her to watch him so they can get their relationship better. Yeah. Because he was just be scared of her. Uh, scared of grandma? Scared of grandma. Oh, shit. Run away from grandma. When I try to go to the gas station and get some blunts. Like, ah, no, no, you stay. You stay with grandma. No, like, like it's the last monster on earth or something. You know, you got to run from her. But, uh, yeah, so I had to get up and go to work. And I'm hearing this commotion on the porch because my bedroom window was right next to the porch. And I'm like, who the fuck is talking? Who's that? My mama and my son outside. What the, who's this voice? You know what I'm saying? So I hurry up and run out there. It's some, I don't know, he, got, he had to be a crackhead. I don't even want to call him a crackhead, but he might have been a crackhead. He's standing out there talking about some, hey, man, tell her going in the house and give me about $5 so I can cut this shit. I said, motherfucker, how about you go, you know what I'm saying? I started going off on him and shit. My mama got the tugging on me and shit. I'm like, nah, motherfucker, who are you? 
This I went off on the nigga so bad that he gave me a demonstration. He went next door and cut some shit. He stood up. I mean, he stood behind a lawnmower, primed it, looked back at me, started it, and did one line in that yard. <laughs> he says, this is what I do, nigga. Yeah. So, this is what's <laughs> fucked up. Hey, them people didn't ask for that line. No, they didn't. They didn't at all, right? I'm talking about because he's straight. Yeah. It looked like an infomercial. Like he, he just, just he primed it, looked back, like this. looked back at me, pulled the cord, started it, and did one line as he was looking at me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, no, nigga. I don't even care about your demonstration, right? Oh, shit. And I was like, you know what? You, you might want to finish that. Because yeah. the motherfucker that lived there just went to a funeral today. Yeah, he ain't playing no guns. It was, it was the buddy Kyle. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He comes back. He's like, what the fuck happened to my yard? Yeah, why do I have one line? <laughs> I said, that buddy, buddy over there did it. He went over there and went off on him. He ended up getting his whole yard cut for free. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was like, man, I was just showing Buddy, man, I could do it. Nah. He was like, not on my yard. That's what he said, not on my yard, nigga. <laughs> you come back over here and you finish this shit. Hell no. Nobody asked you to start this shit. That's yeah, that parental, parental shit kicking in, man. Hell yeah. It's a dominance type shit. Shit real. Hell yeah. You know, talking about all, that, all this can also lead towards the talk with mental health on the youth. You know. Um, I came across this article, dog. Uh, it's about a young man named Kip Kinko. Of course, now he's not a young man. But back when this happened in 1998, my guy murdered both parents. The next day he goes to school, kills two of his classmates. Jesus. And then he injured 25 others by shooting. And this all happened in Oregon. Uh, I didn't get the city, but I'm pretty sure if you look up Kip Kip Kinkle. Kip Kinkle. Yeah, K-I-P-K-I-N-K-E-L. That he's of the Caucasian persuasion, correct? Yes, he is. All right. All right, so he's 38 now, and this happened when he was 15. Okay. Um, he, they found him that he suffered from an undiagnosed case of paranoid schizophrenia. You know what I mean? Uh, from what the article was saying... It was saying that the young man heard voices at the age of 12 thinking that China was going to invade the U.S. And not only that, but the government, along with Disney, had placed a microchip in his head. Jesus Christ. Uh, that led him to get into weapons such as guns, knives, explosives, basically army shit, so that he could protect himself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, incident caught him at school with a gun that he bought from another student. Now, they never said if he bought the gun at school or he bought <clears throat> the gun outside of school and just brought the motherfucker to school. But he bought it from a student. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and when he got caught with it, he was like, all the feelings of safety and security of controlling a threat were gone to him. So he needed a gun. He needed he because he felt like you know, yeah, the chip yeah. in his head, and China's after him. And Disney. And Disney. 
in the government. You know what I'm saying? So, goddamn, Jack. Within that threat, you know, within that feeling, you know, I don't know how he was able to go home after being caught with a gun or whatever, but he was the. Yeah, they let him. I don't know. He got let go and found another gun somehow. He had to call. He had to complain for protection. Hey, so that whatever they did to him, uh, they shouldn't have did that. Yeah. But within that, he said, uh, within the threat of being expelled, he was charged with a felony. Oh, yeah, he was in threat of being expelled and being charged with a felony and being ashamed to like face his parents. So he killed him. The voices told him said to kill his parents, and then everybody at school. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and I'm like, what kind of shit is this? And you know, could this young man could have been helped if he was diagnosed at the age of twelve when he first started hearing the voices? You know, mental health. With that being said, mental health shit is real. Yeah, and I know from looking into certain things, they have a tendency. To not want to diagnose children. Understood, but and, but in certain cases, man, like like a lot of like like a lot of times, paranoid schizophrenia slides through because they don't want to diagnose children. Bipolar disorder mm-hmm. slides through because they don't want to diagnose children. Then other things, in some cases, mental health don't even establish itself to you. It in your twenties and shit, it's just right. weird, but. That's just so real, man. I mean, it, it, it's sensitive to touch because what the uh, what he was fighting for was that they had made it because he now he's doing like 111 years basically. Yeah, like, he killed everybody. Yeah, well, he just killed his mom, dad, and the two students. Everybody else, he hurt them. Yeah, they didn't die. You know what I mean? But still, it's he just a shot. Yeah, he, so he had four murders <laughs> and 77 attempted. And I don't mean to laugh at it, but I'm just like, yo, like the voices told you to. Kill mom, dad, and everybody. And everybody, <laughs> man, with a, with a capital E. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man, we got to take this, man. The mental health shit got to be taken seriously, man. Yeah, I mean, like, didn't nobody notice the signs? You yeah. know, he wasn't just a kid playing but soldier. I, and we got a tendency. I know I was guilty of it for years until I started really considering mental health. We got a tendency of just calling people weird. Yeah, that's it. Oh, man, weird motherfucker over there, man. And niggas, niggas be weird, but they weird because they fucked up. Yeah. They got a chemical imbalance that they can't control. I know. They're not just being weird because it's the thing to do. They. Nah. All right. Some no. shit's wrong. Especially when they get a little bit too old and they still doing the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Like yo. But that's what I mean too. Like his parents didn't catch on it. Well, at least they didn't say anything about that. Man, that kid, that motherfucker's parents probably wasn't paying no attention. And that's what it was. You know? Every time I get to thinking about, you know, like you know, like when kids be building pipe bombs and doing all that crazy shit, mm-hmm. well, their parents just ain't paying attention. I man, I go in my kids' room two, three times a week. Y'all go to school, man. I just be in y'all room doing shit, <laughs> looking under beds and watching. You search history on your TV, and yeah. it's just just everything. You my you live here. You're my child. I need to know what's going on. You'd have a small grasp because right. y'all not gonna tell me nothing. 
Exactly. Now, y'all, I mean, they, they growing up. So they'll tell me what the fuck they want to tell me, but they're not telling me everything and how they feeling. Shit, I didn't do, my, do it. I can do my, I can do my due diligence. Right. I didn't do it. And I don't you like, know, I'm not younger. invading your space, running through your drawers and all that. I'm just in your room. Right. Just put my hand in your room, look around. I mean, what's, what's going on here a little bit? And you think like niggas, kids is making pipe bombs in their bedroom and taking them to school and fucking shit up. Yeah. The, the lack of give a fuck for a kid to be able to hide a, the manufacturing bomb. of a pipe bomb <laughs> in his room. Like, yeah, I just can't be that type of parent, bro. I feel you. I, you know what I mean? Uh, I'll go over my baby mama house to go check out my kids' rooms. What y'all here doing? Yeah, I look at the room. Check out rooms out here. Yeah. Check the rooms out over there. What y'all doing? <laughs> Uh, my kids got cell phones, but it's understood that I have to have the password. Understood. Which I'm not just going to go through your shit all the time, but from nah, time to time, I'm going through your phone. I can feel you on that. You're a child. I'm going through your phone. Yeah. This phone is a privilege, and I'm going to go through it. Hell yeah. I want to see who you're talking to, who you're chatting with, because yeah. motherfuckers will get you, especially if they're playing them video games. Yeah. And that's what me and your cousin were talking about earlier, yeah. how they, they, they get on them, them platforms, and they can talk to whoever and don't know who you don't know who's in their ear you know and that's worse than them they're having voices that has that's a conscious human being on the other end telling you some crazy shit exactly <clears throat> you know yeah we gotta we gotta we gotta really take mental health in consideration and like you said try to be serious about some of them things and stop some things stop things like that from happening yeah, yeah. or attempt to yeah. Even if it can't be done, give it a shot. But like, when he got caught with the gun in school, why did y'all let him go? It's because he was Mark Winkle and, and they didn't <laughs> want to press him too hard. That nigga name was Tyrone, he wouldn't have made it, but... Nah. He wouldn't have made it, but yeah. shit. Not at all. You know, that's, that's all I want to drop on that. To be fair, consequences, that's what needs to happen. Hell yeah. And then, and then, and then uh, and with the process of the consequences, maybe the process of diagnosing that boy with some mental shit could have came about. Mm-hmm. And then maybe could have got him on some motherfucking meds and saved some lives. True that. Or it could have all went wrong and he could have still killed everybody, but at least you could have been like, shit, now we have it a shot. Yeah. Instead of none of that. Because... No, nothing happened. <laughs> oh, something happened. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, nothing happened. Something, something oh, happened. But something happened. Oh, something happened. You know what I mean? But yeah, 1998 is when that happened. Damn. So I don't know, was that? That Columbine era? Uh, around there. Yeah, Columbine was a few years later. Okay. Oh, that shit great. Them motherfucking mass shootings and all that shit, that shit wild. <laughs> You got something positive over there for us, big Yeah, guys. man, I got, uh, if you watched the last episode, we we called it Melanated Achievement. Achievements. We are, we are changing that. Yes, sir. Duration. We have picked a permanent name, and it will be Melanated uh, Magnificence. Melanated Magnificence. And we're going to shout out uh, uh, Mr. Glenn Journey for that. Thank you, Glenn. You know, uh, he, he said, yo. I got something for you. Yeah, you dropped that jewel on us, so I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you, Glenn. I appreciate it, too. Well, our first Melanated Magnificence is 
a young lady we should all know and love, Simone Biles. Okay. The gymnast. Yeah, I know. The baddest motherfucker in the lane. I've been hearing about her. She's been shaking shit shit up. The baddest motherfucker to ever do it. She's a Jordan gymnast. Nigga, she had her own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her own shoe. She's Jordan, Will Kareem, Dr. J, <laughs> LeBron, they're wrapped into one. Um, but recently, mm. Simone Biles took home her seventh all-around gold medal at the senior women's competition at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth, Texas. That's what's up. With that win, she became the first woman to win seven straight titles as as a U.S. gymnastics championship in history. Biles now ties gymnast Alfred Jockman mm. for the most titles by an American, period. Not just woman. Damn. So she, she has the title mm. for the most all-around gold medals acquired as a U.S. woman's gymnastic. Right. And she's tied for the most medals as a gymnast, period. U.S. US gymnast, period. Damn. And you know the all-around medals is when you compete in every aspect of it. Of gymnastics. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So shout out to Miss Biles. Yeah, big shout out to Miss Biles. She's a bad motherfucker, man. Yes, she is. Keep doing you some more. And I believe, if I read right, that her brother was acquitted of that crime. Oh, for real? I believe that I, if, if I believe that I read right, I, I didn't, you know, go into it, it, but I believe that's what the uh, headline said. Okay. If he didn't do it, and I hope so. <laughs> if he did do it, good job to the lawyers. Um, <laughs> my second <laughs> melanated... <laughs> Melanated, <laughs> second melanated magnificence goes to a young lady named Destiny Paris. Okay. Destiny Paris James. Hmm. Do you? I know you're not a Drake fan, but you remember the God, the God's Plan video where he just ran around giving out money. If you don't know, if you know, okay, you, you know, I didn't watch the video. I know. Well, all right, the premise of the video was uh, the record label mm-hmm. allotted him a like four million dollar budget okay. for his video, and instead of spending four million dollars on the video, he ran around with his homeboys and an iPhone and picked people and gave them large amounts of money. No, don't, and that's that's what he did. And the video was called God's Plan. It all worked out. He gave well, families money and kids. And I like that song. God's Plan. But you know why I, I didn't watch the video? is because our radio station here saturates us with so much of the same rotation yeah. of music that I did not want to... Okay, well, check out, <laughs> check out the God's Plan video because it's a, it's a good video. Okay. He, he, he literally didn't, he didn't go do no crazy shit with the money. He gave it to people. Well, with that being said, in that video, mm-hmm. that video came out in 2018. Yeah. In 2018, Destiny Park James was a recipient of $50,000 oh. in financial aid from Drake. Okay. In the God's, God's Plan video. Well, 
this year she just earned her master's degree and graduated college via that money. That's what's up. Hey, at least you have somebody out. Yeah. That's what's up. So. And this is just because of the, the music video itself. Huh? This is because of just them doing the music video the way they, the way they wanted to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, she, she, she took that fifty k, mm-hmm. and she. Uh, that's the young lady right there with Drake in the music video. Okay. He gave her a good fifty k. That's what's up. And she, she graduated with her with a with a master's degree, and she is in the works of starting her own business. Hmm. I wonder if she had to. I ain't even gonna go there. <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> I mean, could be an NDA. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, if you watch that video, bro, you'll see she, he gave money to, like, a lot of people. Like, I, I'm just fucking around. And, and, and if you, like, watch the behind-the-scenes thing, like, uh-huh. like the people in the video were, like, genuinely surprised because, like, they were told that they had been picked to be in a Drake video. Right. But they had, like, no clue what Drake was doing. Oh, so it was shock value. Yeah. Them. Oh, that's what's up. So, like, motherfuckers, they was told they was going to be in a Drake video. It's a very ingenious plot. Yeah. You're going to give away money to, to make more all money. the money. Nothing wrong with that. That's why I said, I, I, I give the credit. And he gave the away the record different. label's money. He didn't give away his money. Right. They gave him $4 million <laughs> to shoot a video. video. He said, all right. And him and his niggas running around with an iPhone, passing up $4 million. That's dope. Yeah. But the, but the effect that that should have on people's lives, like... Where were they when they filmed this video? Oh, you know? uh, no. Okay. No, they were all around. But oh, so they did probably jump from different locations, mm-hmm. different... You got $4 million, why not? Shit, yeah. 100000 to get you around. That's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. And who's not going to go on to be there? Yeah. So, so yeah, she... Because I know like, he gave money to an older couple. He gave money to businesses in the video. He gave money to a, a couple mm-hmm. families, like... Like the, the husband and the wife and the kids were there just to be in a drug video and nigga popped out with 30 grand and hey yeah wish I could have been selected but yeah <laughs> but shout out to Destiny Park James for taking that money and actually doing something with it yeah she got yeah. her so she got a master's degree the article didn't say what she received her master's degree in but she got her master's degree she she did what she's supposed to do with the change that's what's up so shout out to her big shout out to that being productive. Yeah. That's it for my, um, but no, it's not. I got one more. Cool beans. Real quick. I don't know the story behind it. I know that shit, but I just found out that, uh, the person that invented 3D movies. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Was a NASA scientist named Valerie Thomas. Okay, cool. Which was a black woman. Oh. Yeah. That's her right there. Big for She looked the same. Yeah. Oh, no, she aged. Right I mean, right. she's aged. She but, aged yeah, gracefully. But her face, and you, like most people, you can't tell. Yeah, she aged gracefully. <laughs> so shout out to her. Just on a quick side out. note. I didn't do a big depth into the... So article. she invented 3D glasses? She invented 3D, uh, yeah. 3D, 3D movie. The, oh, the, the movie. The, the actual, Okay. That's cold. Fucking around trying to do some shit for NASA. Mm-hmm. And the very 3D movie. And that's dope. Shit we still watch to this day. Shit. See, that's, that's a little melanated magnificence for you people. Hell yeah. 
Well, I got some. Uh, we we took a walk on the clean side. Where are we going now, Fiona? <laughs> going down the rows of the gritty in the in the cornfield. Uh oh. Uh uh, nastiness. Uh oh. What's called of society? Well, it was called uh, <coughs> turd talk. Turd talk. We changed things we up are so to we find ourselves, ladies and gentlemen, to the WFM, which is the weekly fecal materials. Weekly, weekly fecal materials. Yes, sir. <laughs> we got the weekly fecal materials for your ass. Uh, we gonna start off this one a little light because uh, I think I think I got two of them. Yeah, I do got two of them. Okay. All right. So I got twenty-year-old Stephanie Kai Kak. Okay. Kaisak. I'm gonna say Kaisak. All right. She's from Fredonia, New York. Where? Fredonia, New York. Yeah, I had to double look at it too. Uh, She's accused. She accused the male suspect of raping her. Uh, This happened when she was walking through the park called uh, Point Park. And she decided to take a break in a darkened pavilion area. Okay. In the park. That's just where she wanted to show up. Yeah, in New York. Okay. You know what I mean? So, she says that an unknown male appeared, produced a knife, ordered her to walk into a nearby wooded area behind the pavilion, pushed her on the ground, and grabbed the cookies from her. Took the cookies. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she says it didn't last long because the suspect became distracted and left. Okay. Uh, so she reports this to the police and describes her attacker. They actually find a suspect. You know what I'm saying? And question him. So they left him unnamed, I guess due to his discretion. And it says, he says that the encounter was consensual and provided evidence from Facebook Messenger of them making this contact in the park. So she told nigga to meet her there. Yeah. And I guess he wasn't everything she lived up to be or he lived up to be or whatever. So because he didn't perform well, she, she wanted called to rape. She said rape. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. So, <laughs> she ended up coming clean because they were interrogating her. Yeah. And she was saying she was trying to cover up the affair. That, that she, she had. Start passing out cookies. Yeah. In the park. Yeah. <laughs> So now she faces the maximum of two years in prison. I was about <laughs> to say, man, there should be a penalty. And a fine up to 5K. There should be a penalty for that. I was just about to say, there should be, you should not be able to goddamn make these false claims that something happened to you. Hell yeah. Rape is, a, rape is serious, bro. Rape is real serious. Rape is fucking serious. And for you to use it as a weapon is wrong. Yeah. Not only are you jeopardizing men's lives who are innocent, but you are jeopardizing the the belief. Yeah. The you know what I'm saying? For for future victims. Yeah, exactly. You know, of rape that have yeah. actually been raped. It was like you, you end up with the boy that crawl wolf syndrome. Of course. And you get too many shit like this. Right. You you start to revert back to when motherfuckers didn't believe nothing women said. That's, that's a power that has to be used properly. Hell yeah, you know. And that's like you were saying about your neighbor, you know what I mean, if that's safe to bring up. Yeah, no, yeah, You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you call 911 so much that they're not going to come. It's a wolf. <laughs> it's, the, 
you know, it's, it's the boy to cry wolf, cry wolf syndrome. Well, I mean, just if you want some freaky shit, first of all, who's meeting in a goddamn pavilion in the park? In the dark with some woods. She was trying to get her boots smoked in the woods, bro. You know what I'm saying? He, showed up, with the, he showed up with the lackluster woods. She decided <laughs> to go with rape. She just couldn't, she should have gave a nigga a bad Yelp review, man. She ain't had to go with rape. <laughs> She could have just blocked him on Facebook. Yeah, man. Get a nigga back. Straight up ghosted him. And you know what I mean? But not, not, not try to get the man in trouble. Get that man in bad yoke. You know what I'm saying? That's all, that's all you needed. He had to walk around with, with your coochie stink on him. Yeah. Because that nigga probably twerk. Anybody that cried a lot to willingly give up a vagina, that pussy probably smelled like death. Death and <laughs> audience. Yo, was talking about he got distracted and he left. He got distracted. What did he get distracted? <laughs> He busted that motherfucker open and that motherfucker wolf hit him. He had a wolf, wolf. So shit. What's going on here? <laughs> That's fucked up. Because <laughs> everybody knows about that wolf. It <laughs> just comes and hits you. The fuck? <laughs> I up in your nose and yeah, shit. Why did why they come from there? <laughs> Had to cancel the session one time because yeah, of the wolf. Shit, I think we all had. <laughs> I think we all had. This is shit. And on the evening, the worst in the motherfucker with that sewer water. Oh, God. When they shit, they shit super gushy, but that motherfucker smell like death and, and mm. death and milk. <laughs> and milk? Yeah, spoiled milk on a summer day. <laughs> <laughs> Smell like, like rotten corpses and oh god cottage cheese in the starting process. <laughs> All right, man, what else we got? Nigga said oh. curves away. <laughs> curves away. Little Miss Muffin, you rotten. Yeah, you rotten. <laughs> yeah, I got on the on the, on the darker note. <laughs> Oh, I titled this one, bro. This is Finger to the Dogs. Oh, no. Okay. Alberto Sanchez across the world in Madrid, Spain. Madrid, Spain. He's 28, man. Dude murdered his mom. His mama? Butchered her. Ate pieces of her and oh. fed some of her to the dog. Jesus Christ. So he, uh, what happens is he strangled his mom to death after an argument back in uh, 2019. The police are called because somebody wanted to do a uh, what do you what do you call that? Wellness check. Yeah, on the the mom because they hadn't seen talk to her. Yeah, you know what I mean. You seen your son leaving? There. Nobody seen mama come out and get the paper or none of that shit. Right. So the police get there. The police found remains of the mother scattered all around the house, and then some pieces in like plastic containers, uh. and they said like. Her torso and upper body were like in the bed still. Oh my god! Yeah, you know what I mean. So he's fucked up. Yeah, he's facing uh, fifteen years in jail, and then he gets an additional what five months for desecration of a body. Desecration of yeah, of course. Man, this motherfucker ate his mama for over the duration of two weeks. And he cut her into a thousand pieces. He just snacking. Yeah, he tried to play. Hey, this mother, he, he tried to plea insanity. They instantly rejected that they shit. Said, fuck that nigga. <laughs> fuck that. Oh man. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a fuck him. Yeah, that's the that's the that's a big piece of yeah, shit right there, fuck boy. Him. But yeah, that's yeah, the week that we got. Yes, sir, man. man. <laughs> the, the weekly fucked up individual. Yeah, he's fucked. You know what I'm saying? Man. Hell yeah, yeah, bro. That was, uh, that's that's how we ended, I guess. <laughs> Sheesh. That's how we ended well, ladies and gentlemen. That was one to grow on, everybody. That was one to grow on. Uh, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed episode two. We definitely enjoyed bringing it to you. Yeah, yeah. Thank y'all for listening, man. We're going to bring y'all more of this shit. We, um, to all the people that have provided positive feedback, we appreciate you. Yes, sir. 100%. We appreciate, we appreciate every single one that tuned in to listen. We're paying attention to them algorithms. We, we, we see that y'all are listening. Thank right. you. And hopefully on this one, we've adjusted our mics right and y'all don't get no popping. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, we're getting used to this new shit. So we got some we got some other shit on the way, too, to be able to bring in some guests. And there'll be other other people joining us from time to time and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we're going to keep y'all with getting under the influence Probably around Fridays. What you feel about that? Friday, Friday evening? Yeah, Friday works for me, man. Okay. Get the whole weekend to enjoy the bullshit we talking. Hell yeah. Should I so. like to listen back to it too? Should I, <laughs> I like to sit down on the Sunday while ain't nothing going on? I turn it on on my on Alexa or something in the bedroom and just let it play in the background. I hear yeah. shit we talked about. Like, <laughs> yeah, we talked about that, didn't we? <laughs> 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 so, yeah, it's all good, man. I'm just yeah, glad. Yeah. I'm glad for everybody that ride with us. Like I said, we we pay attention to numbers and and we see that y'all are listening, and from the feedback we receive, it's uh, it sounds good. Uh, yeah. So we're just gonna keep getting better and and, and and trying to provide better listening content for y'all. Very soon we'll be going visual. Yes, so sir. We'll, we'll have YouTube informations and shit when it's time for that. Oh uh, yeah. Right now, you know. This is what we got, and this is how we're doing it. We're and, doing our best to reach out to y'all. And I'm definitely out of the influence. <laughs> <laughs> we both are. <laughs> With that being said, my brother, it was a great show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, well, uh, so many ways to say goodbye, but I will only choose one. I will only choose I will one. I will only choose one. <laughs> Hasta luego. <laughs> Signing off, motherfuckers. <laughs> hey, this is that guy, Pierre. It's big cast. And y'all have a good one. We'll see y'all next week. See you next week.